0: chat, you gotta give us five to ten minutes to set up the stream every time, all right? You know how this shit goes. That's funny shit. <laughs> okay My so- favorite, my favorite is Eddie in the in our group chat said so, can I curse, and I'm like,
1: <laughs> dude, and, and you know, and the funny thing about it is because like I, I tell myself like I'm like, all right, this is how I'm gonna go about it. I'm like, not sure what's going on, what's happening. I've been invited to other podcasts where they're like, "Hey, bro, like you know, we know you curse on your stream, but can you kind of like like not on oh, ours? Wow. And I'm just like, oh, Fudge, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then I like, I'll pop open a beer, and they'll be like, "Yo, bro, we don't, you know, alcohol on stream." And I'm like, "Oh man, all right, dude." Ooh, like, know, say, hey, hey, all right, hey, bye, bye, everybody. It's has a good. Thank you. For, I uh, want to Be here. <laughs> I just want
2: their names to research so I can laugh at them. I know, right?
1: <laughs>
2: research, research. Okay. okay, so anyway, this this Twitch monster cat deal. Eddie and I were talking about it while Corey was setting up. The fucking goddamn so Monster Cat is cutting a deal with Twitch, allowing users to achieve affiliate status, as you were saying, Eddie, with for a monthly fee, and they are permitted to use their copyrighted music as part of the deal, like. It- I think that you're a little bit more savvy on that situation.
1: Right. So basically, as as far as the only artist right now that has actually allowed that or has signed that deal with Twitch is basically Monster Cat. Like Monster Cat has like this array of remixes and albums that he's basically allowing people on Twitch who sign up for this service to be able to use his music without any problems of being muted, without any problems of like VODs being taken down or DMCA strikes and stuff like that. The advantage, not the advantage, but I guess the incentive that Twitch is kind of trying to provide by, hey, we have this program, It's it's promising the people that sign up for it, you'll get a boost to your affiliate status if you're trying to be a serious streamer. Like, so people are basically kind of like, a lot of people are like, well, this is unfair because a lot of us have worked hard for it, like to get to affiliate and like, you know, through networking and, you know, building our status, while Twitch is kind of just saying like, hey... We can do it for you. But that's not really the case either. There's still a lot more to it that people don't seem to understand. But overall, the incentive is just that. It's the music that's basically royalty-free, and you're allowed to use it on your service or your platform. Corey, how do you feel about this? I don't
0: like it. You don't like it? I don't like it at all. I feel like it's a pay-to-win mechanic. I like Pay-to-win in the loosest term is what I'll say. It's because... Yeah. I mean, you pay for premium gold with Monster Cat, which is like what, $12, $15? I don't know how much it is, whatever it is. And she's like, boop, you got affiliate status. It, it reminds me as a kid, I believe we've all had this, where we had to work for something. Like, we actually had to get out and get a job, be like, I want a new PlayStation 2 or something like that. And my mom, I don't know about y'all's parents, but my parents were like, go out and work for it and get your damn money to buy it. That makes me appreciate that thing more which is the same for me in my eyes with the affiliate status is i busted my ass to get my 50 viewers i busted my ass to stream on seven days and to get at least three average viewers or average yeah average viewers an hour or per stream i put the work in and it shows with streamers that do it that way i'm really curious to start seeing affiliates that go through monster cat to see If they appreciate their community as much as well, us three—we're all affiliate with Twitch—and I, because I appreciate the shit out of my uh, out of my community. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be really interesting to see. What's your views on it, Chris? Because you kind of eyeballing me a little bit. I
2: don't (laughs) know if I feel like this is a bad thing, honestly. Like, here's my view on it. What I would hate is that Monster Cat is just the beginning of all this, and you start seeing all these other royalty free. Music services start signing deals with Twitch, and as long as you're able to, um, oh no, what happened? <laughs> I, no, I, I oh, have to oh, fix oh. this one too. Yay, so while we're yay, going through yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, as I was Let saying, me do my thing. <laughs> what I would hate to see is these these young guys or these young these young girls, these young people, these folks trying to get on to jump on affiliate, and then they see one style of music that they like because Monster Cat. I feel like Monstercut is very specific in the type of music that they play. They're, it's, it's very EDM. It's very techno. What happens when you have, like, a hard rock or a metal theme? What happens if you have a hip-hop theme or a company that comes out after that? Fucking what? What? you're?
0: Uh, I just went to the link that was in our ch- Discord, and the offer has ended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. I think they figured out that they fucked up. <laughs> And they fit, they're they like, pull the plug, pull the plug. Dude, I love figuring this shit out when we do a podcast. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's amazing. This is amazing. not the first time we have figured no. out news, like, live.
2: No, no. Sometimes we were like, we would be talking about another uh, article, and then we just see something off in the corner. I'm like, wait, what does that fucking say? And then we go oh, down this real fucking, early. <laughs> fucking rabbit funny. hole.
1: That's funny. Yeah. A- anyway, um. I mean, dude, like, I, I understand what you're saying, Chris, like, honestly, and, and here's where it comes down to. The, the thing is, I, under, I I agree with Corey and what he's saying, but that's the other part, I mean, before this whole thing, I guess the offer has ended or whatever, was that they, they didn't guarantee affiliate. Like, at no point was it saying, like, hey, we guarantee affiliate status. I, it just kind of seemed more in the sense that they were going to, like, we're going to categorize you guys for being part of this premium package along with everybody else so you guys can have more... What's the word uh, I'm looking for? Like uh perks. Opportunities. Not perks or opportunities, but more uh viewership, more um outreach. Like, outreach more like yeah, like so like Exposure. You, you more, exposure. There you go. That's the word. Like uh, you guys, yeah. so more exposure. I love that word. Yeah, exposure. However, with what you said, Chris, going back to Monster Cat being a single certain type of music, I can't say that I'm the biggest Monster Cat fan. I've heard his music, but it's not mm-hmm. something that I will play on stream. Or, like, have it as a background at all. Like, honestly, genuinely. Other people can do it. But if you were to tell me that, like, hey, we got, like, a record label with, like, Roadrunner or something like that. That has, like, Trivium, Slipknot, all these other hard rock bands. And I can pay five bucks a month and not worry about it. Then it kind of does intrigue me Then it bit. becomes
2: an incentive. But the problem that I would worry about is, like, for me, I, I'm i a music nerd. I love all different types of music. We, we've had conversations about that in the past with both. On Scrubverse and Mega Visions. But the thing is is that if, if someone like me was just like, oh, I like some of the stuff that Monster Cat's doing, and then someone else pops up and say, Hey, for another 15 bucks a month, you could start playing our music. And then these kids who are trying to get affiliate status fall into this rabbit hole where they're paying forty five to sixty dollars a month for music while not getting the payback that is, you know, apparently what they're going to say, what they say they're going to get. Like, yeah. oh, we're gonna boost your fucking bullshit. is it is it worth i could see it fucking over a lot of people and turning people away from
1: getting on twitch well that's the way that i look at it based on what we're seeing i'm pretty sure that's what they have probably figured out too because yeah going on what you're saying that absolutely does make sense if you're paying five bucks for monster cat hey you want the rock genre that's another five bucks you want Mm -hmm. indie music that's another five bucks next thing you know these guys are paying like probably up to a hundred dollars for different styles of music that they won't be using but guess what in the end you as the content creator, you as a streamer still have to hold put in the, the work. viewer. Yeah, put in the community growth, put in like, you know, the outreach and uh building the community through Discord, social media, whatever. Like so, yeah, I mean, hell of an icebreaker, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't find anything on the affiliate stuff anymore. Is it yeah, gone? gone? It looks like it might be gone. Did they, did they did
2: they Did they, like, make a
1: statement or nah?
0: Hold on. Is there a follow-up? Monster Cat uh, Twitch Affiliate.
1: Because this to find this, shit. this was all this week like I remember. Uh, I... Here it is.
0: On Screen Rant! There you go. Monster Cat backpedals on controversial Twitch affiliate fast track offer. Yeah! yeah. Fuck Yeah. yeah. <laughs> after after Monster Cat, the popular electronic music record label announced a controversial partnership with Twitch allowing Monster Cat gold subscribers to automatically gain affiliate status on the streaming platform. Oh. The label is now claiming that the deal never affected how Twitch streamers become affiliates. However, various emails and now deleted pages on the company's website <laughs> claiming otherwise led to up uh to uproar online before the retraction dude i saw it before it got retracted too yeah i think we all did no yeah. i was completely like cause i don't i don't track shit like that because in my
2: mind like i don't give a shit if people get affiliate i don't like let people fucking eat because the, the entire point of getting affiliate was that motherfuckers were eligible for bits donation subscriptions that used to be a thing that was only exclusive to subscribers and when the entire affiliate status first came out people were the the subscribers were just like this is bullshit this is going to pull away from my revenue that i get meanwhile like the little guy is trying to at least at the very least make it like 99 of the motherfuckers that are out there on affiliate are never going to see partner they're just not we right, may yeah. never see partner I mean, Eddie, you're closer to that than we will ever be. But, <laughs> no. I mean, like, we will never see partner, more than likely. I mean, there's just...
0: It, Shit, we're chasing affiliate right now.
2: For this <laughs> <channel>. <laughs> uh, but fucking, it's... I, I don't care if you just... I would rather have them just automatically make everybody fucking affiliates. Or people who are dedicated enough, shows the amount of time that they have, which I guess is the purpose of all of the prerequisites ahead of time. Stream seven days, fucking... Because they have to do paperwork on you anyway. Right. Because you Mm -hmm. have to sign the the W-2. So, I mean, I don't mind. I honestly don't mind about what they were doing, but I can see why people would get upset. And from my point of view, the point that I made, I think that that is the most important thing because i feel like this just opens a door for companies to take advantage of the consumer
1: i agree with that i i definitely yeah. agree with that and I, and i think that's what it really comes down to It's just like there's already so much going on with the dmca strikes from like in-game music to from what i understand like even like in-game sound effects i was reading an article where somebody was saying that they got mm-hmm. a dmca strike for a police siren or something like that on on one of their streams and like that's just so why so, so it's unfortunate that twitch instead of figuring out a way to be like how do we help our streamers here they're like no let's take advantage of the situation and offer a package with the illusion mm-hmm. of hey you can get affiliate status and you can become you know uh, a growing member of the community and everything that you wanted to do for your streaming career if you sign up for this package and that's where it's kind of like yo twitch yeah what the hell (laughs) like Like,
0: putting a band-aid on the gushing wound is what it is yeah deal with the devil man you're not yeah you got to deal with it man so anyway uh that's hilarious because i was gonna about i was about to rant but i'm happy now that's funny. (laughs) like it's gone yeah so i guess we can go over to our others since that icebreaker was pretty quick Chris, you've been apparently writing Twitter essays in your off time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's what I do. So the thing is, it's just like I have a really bad habit of like having an idea. uh, And then I'll be thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. I'm wanting to do something with it. And then it just leaves me. So now I write when it starts to happen. I write all that shit down on Twitter and I just shoot it into the void and then later on, I could always come back to it for, like, my notes and shit like that. So, like, before I did something on the N64, and uh, now I did something on Mario Kart, which is apparently something that you want to talk about. So, Corey, what—, what... <laughs> I read your article. Get I breathing. read the
0: entire thing. Okay. And uh, I I pretty much agree with the entire thing. The only thing is uh, I didn't play the Mario Kart Wii era. Okay. I fell off really hard around that time. So, like, you ranked that one. I was just like, I don't know about that. But— no, I mean, it's. it was a good article. I really liked it. I like what you're doing with these articles. If anyone wants to check it out, they could check you out over at Chris, uh, SV on Twitter. Also in our Discord, I believe you posted it in the... You posted it somewhere in the Discord. Yeah, I don't, I don't, remember I don't fucking
2: remember. Y'all have to look for that shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, no, I don't even really like... Most of the time when things with you... I'm just like fuck that he's wrong. And <laughs> I don't really I didn't really find anything in this one was that fuck that fuck you know fuck you you're wrong. I'm very surprised uh,
2: cuz usually you were just like no Chris is a fucking moron. Get this guy out of my face.
0: I'm surprised that uh, somebody else loves Double Dash as much as I do. I absolutely love that game. Double
1: Dash was a great GameCube Mario Kart game. I mean overall it was probably the pinnacle at one point of Mario Kart games. Mm-hmm. So, what I, I found. would say it was
0: the standard when it came out. Yeah,
1: what I found interesting, just kind of perusing through this thread right now, you do bring up like Crash Team Racing and like Sega uh, Sonic All Stars mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I'm like, where's DD Kong Racing? Like, at no point was it even compared to the Mario Karts on here or anything of how that probably changed a lot or influenced a lot of the other Mario Kart games on here. So,
2: so you're probably right, and even more so because. A lot of the elements it. in Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing Transformed can be compared to Diddy Kong Racing because they have the airships, they have the boats and shit like that. I've never played that game.
0: <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing is really good, dude. I percented that game as a kid. I
2: have heard from everybody that Diddy Kong Racing is the shit. And I just – one, I don't like DK. That's just number one. So Diddy is right there Donkey. with him.
0: I was about to say, Donkey Kong's not even in it. <laughs> and, that,
2: <laughs> and I just automatically assume, yo, yo What's hilarious he's in his is posse,
0: fuck him. All these Donkey Kong Country games. That are, Donkey Kong's only in one. <laughs> he's not That's in Donkey true. Kong Country 2. He's not in Donkey Kong Country 3. Right, he's but,
1: not in Diddy Kong Racing. Right, but it's his country. He can do whatever you right. want. It's it's, it's his it's, gang. Yeah. Like it's, That's what it it's, is.
2: He's repping, like... Red and yellow—it's his colors. I don't fuck with them
3: colors. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs>
2: which is a lie because I mean, Marine Corps really, colors are red and yellow. I mean, I
1: mean, he, here's mm-hmm. here's my take on dd Kong Racing. Is that like it is a great game? I remember the 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 biggest memory or the fondest memory I have of dd Kong Racing that it was my birthday, and my dad took me to the video store. Like, hey, he's like, we're gonna rent a Nintendo sixty four game. It's like your it's your Friday. Like, blah 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 blah. This and this and that. And I ended up playing D.D. Kong Racing for like it was the first game that I played for 24 hours like straight like nonstop. Jeez. Like my dad was like, "It's his birthday. I'm not even gonna say anything. Let him have it. Yeah. Like it's all let good. Him eat like and yeah. let him use the bathroom. That's like it. like that's it." Did I 100 percent it? I don't remember. Do I remember most of the game? No, not really. But oh, it's, I do. But it sticks. <laughs> but it sticks out as yeah. kind of one of those like must play for the 64 games. You know, I mean, for he the remembers 64.
2: the fatigue.
1: I remember the fatigue. Yeah, well, <laughs> the thing was, the thing because it's a it's
0: a racing game with a collectathon is mm-hmm. what it is, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I got it. But I said, like I, have, I had the same kind of story that you have because for my birthday one year I got an N64, and my parents scrounged up enough money to get that, but they couldn't get me any games, so they rented <laughs> me like they opened up and there was like Star Fox 64. And there was another game. I was like, holy crap, you guys got me. These games are, wait, wait a minute, motherfucker. All right, those go back in three days.
1: But so- oh, <laughs> so they're like, the system's yours. Yeah.
0: I'm like, oh, well, when we don't have games. What do I just get to do? Look at it? <laughs> they're like, yeah. So-
1: <laughs> That's funny. That's but- crazy.
0: God, I love, like, I think go back and think about it. And I'm like, I lived, when I was a kid, I lived for the weekend. I lived for that Friday afternoon yeah. getting off school because we went straight to Blockbuster. Yep. And I was just like, I got to rent a game and that's what I did all week. Like I had, that was my incentive to do good in school was if I did school good throughout the week, I got a video game on the weekend. It's so, and it's such a really easy, archaic, like reward system. I love no, it. I,
1: absolutely. It's so funny. Cause like, like I think everybody grew up who grew up in that era was always do like good in school to make sure that they had a game to rent on Friday. I mm. really didn't experience blockbuster to like, I was in my teens, which was weird because growing up like my dad yeah. would always take me to like the local like video game store so it's like i went to hoover video and games or karina's video mm-hmm. and games it's like the people spoke spanish and i'm like yes i'm playing a nintendo 64 and i want this or half the time they would give me a game like Populous, and i'm like why do i want this old man on the banjo <laughs> game cover <laughs> and it's like no it's a space shooter and i'm like nah i'm good like you know what i mean yeah. so- <laughs> nah brah yeah, get me. <laughs> yeah, so Blockbuster, like even when like Blockbuster went under, like to me I was kinda like, eh. Like I didn't really like experience it. I was always going to When the... COVID
0: calms down, I would love to go up and visit the last Blockbuster. The final like, that one would be awesome. Yeah, yeah the fi- I think it's up in Oregon. Yeah. But Block that also sparked my love for horror movies. Ooh. Because I was not allowed to rent the horror movies, but If my mom was like out doing something, or she stayed out in the car, I would go down the horror movie aisle and just look at the covers. That's why I remember horror movie covers so well. Uh, I haven't watched nearly as many as I should, but I remember it was like a forbidden thing. I was like, I'm not supposed to be down this aisle. It's like if Blockbuster had an adult aisle.
1: Don't go porno. Yeah, don't go past the curtain. Don't go past the beaded (laughs) area.
0: I'm pretty sure they had that. Not Blockbuster Blockbuster.
1: did not like. The, the, video trick and like movie gallery. Like uh, I don't know where my
2: dad was taking
1: me. Yeah, the the mom <laughs> pop places did, and I'm telling you, I know because I was. I remember one time I was trying to rent out a game when I was at of age where I can rent the game by myself. They're like, "Sorry, we can't rent this game to, because your dad still owes us a video." And I'm like, "Well, what video are you talking about, Dad? You owe us a video. Like, what video? What movie? We haven't watched the movie." It's like I can't talk about it, son. Like, uh, what? Like, what is this? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> It's like, but boy, slut, yeah. butt yeah, but fucks, let's go nuts. Backdoor gangbusters. All right, let's go. Hell
0: yeah, that's you're like, that sounds like a fun video game. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's not. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's it's some funny shit. Different type of game. No, I missed hey. out, honestly, on the entire blockbuster or the entire movie rental thing, because my dad had a really bad habit of renting things out and not returning it. So we had an NES just pop up in the house one day. I'm like, oh, that's neat. And then it, it never left. And so, when it was like Blockbuster time and all my friends were going to Blockbuster on the weekends to go get games, I'm just like, hey, dad, can we do that? And he was just like, nah, son. <laughs> nah. He was like, nah, son. You see that NES? I still owe that. I'm like, it's like 1999. When did you rent that? <laughs> <laughs> they
0: got a worn out. <laughs> That still bottles boggles my mind too. I'm just like they let you rent systems. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah, they I remember when that happened. We never did it. I was like, I'm not renting a system.
2: They stopped that shit real quick in my area after my dad took well, out the fucking.
1: He, here's the thing: is I remember they used to rent out systems where I was at uh, one particular place. It was called 2020 Video. I guess for 2020 Vision. I guess that was the joke on it or whatever, right? Sure. But yes. like, it was just like you had to leave like the full console deposit in order for it to rent so not only like did you $200. have to, yeah so not only did you have to live like 200 and 250 bucks or whatever it was like you still had to pay like the 25 further day of the rental of the system plus ah, the game that. so like yeah my dad was just like yeah nah fuck that like we ain't not do it. like you can wait till christmas you're gonna get one in christmas but you gotta wait but it's like it's come on like man like i want it now yeah. like you can wait that's some
0: renaissance center fucking math mm-hmm. is what that is yeah I I did it What I think it was around when the PS three came out and I was like, I don't have enough money to get one and I thought about it, I was like, Oh shit, Rena Center does it. So I I walked in there and talked to him and I did the math and I was like, wait a minute, you guys are getting eight hundred dollars off of me for this system? Yep. And they're like, Yeah, and I'm like, go fuck yourself. And i just <laughs> They're like, You came to us. Like, <laughs> so, oh man. But no, if you guys want to but no if you want to check out Chris's article, it's on his Twitter. It's in our Discord. Uh, it's a really good article about uh Mario Kart as a whole. And uh but yeah, that's all I got. I had I didn't have a crazy uh, I was I'm so glad today, we
2: we segued into this and be like, oh yeah, by the way. Yeah, good good job on the Twitter, bro. Yeah, good job. Good, job yeah you, Twitter. good job, thank you, Corey.
0: I just love I do like Twitter essays because you can put a picture, like it it sections everything really, really well. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it's a bitch because this is like 20 posts
2: (laughs) was way more than that. That was (laughs) it was way more than that. That honestly, like I was doing that shit during work and I was like, people were emailing me. And I'm just like, if I don't write
0: this down, I'm going to lose it. I'm glad somebody else also hates mirror mode. Toad's turnpike as much as I do. That
2: stage can fucking eat a bag of dicks.
0: They always bring it back too. fuck them. Anyway, all right. is that what we got? That's all we got. I do have something to go on, but it's going to be part of my week, so we can cool. go. All
2: right, Eddie Fuerte. Yes, that's me. Sir, that I. I appreciate you coming on with us. Uh, a little bit short notice. Usually, we give people like a couple weeks ahead, but you were definitely very enthusiastic, uh, buddy. Oh, yeah. I want. I you I found to...
0: out yesterday, so <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I want you to tell me a bit about yourself. Who are you to our viewers? I see that you uh, brought in some of your own, some of your own community here. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, first and foremost, thank you guys for even uh, inviting me and allowing me to be part of this podcast. I was like super excited. Like you, Chris. You and I, we've known each other briefly uh, for, it seems like weeks only, but I feel like I've known you for the longest of times now, hanging out over at <laughs> GTs. Um, so it, it's its honestly like really, really cool, like how just we're all clicking, connecting. So I really appreciate you guys inviting me over. Um, as far as who am I? Um... I'm just you know Eddie Fuerte, um, thirty five, single, uh, Capricorn, long long walks on the beach and uh... ASL <laughs> ASL yeah, yeah, yeah. shy guy 0185, hit me on my aim let's go uh... <laughs> no man, dude I've been I've been gaming it's it's <laughs> we lost Corey. <Gary. laughs> it don't take much bro it don't take much <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh, you know, my name is like I said, my name is Eddie. I've been gaming since I, I can remember. Like I said, I, I'm in my mid-thirties right now, but the first console I had was the original Nintendo system. Growing up with Mario, Double Dragon, you know, Mega Man, all that stuff, Castlevania. So, and uh, and wrestling has been a big part of that too. So, it's so weird because I I come from a Latino home, and mm-hmm. my dad like just had no filter. Like he's just like we're watching like. Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday the 13th, the Police Academy movies, like all that like good stuff from back in the 80s. So the 80s really molded me in everything that I am today. My mom was big on the action movies and uh, like stars, so Stallone, Jean Claude Van Damme, like Arnold. I'm all big on that, like 80s muscle, steroids. Let's go, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hell you know, yeah. and so it's just it's just so weird how like everything, like video games, was because of my dad. Sports was because of my dad. So I I, I enjoy a lot of things in life that life has to offer, and uh, I want to share that with the community and grow a community. And I feel like Twitch has definitely given me the opportunity. I've only been doing this for. Going on seven months in December, since I what started. The fuck? Yeah, <laughs> since <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've only recently started, and it's honestly one of those things where because I got laid off due to the pandemic, it mm. it was kind of rough, and then I needed something to do, and so I started looking into this, and here I am. It just it was kind of a blessing in disguise, and it just uh, it opened up so many ideas creatively and so many good opportunities to meet some wonderful people. And so, yeah, that's, uh, that's who I am. This is who Eddie Fuerte is.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. Absolutely I'm not going to awesome. lie. I had to look up what Fuerte was cause I've heard it before. Yeah. And I was like, I think it's either hot or spicy. <laughs> and then I looked one. up and I was like, no, it should be. It's, strong. <laughs> it's, strong, <laughs> yeah. it's <laughs> strong. Yeah. Uh, but then I started thinking, I was like, I couldn't be Corey strong. Like that doesn't sound good. Eddie Fuerte just sounds so fucking good. It rolls off the tongue. It's like, I gotta it commend sounds like a fucking <laughs> wrestling
2: name. Like d- like no yeah. shit It sounds like on the same level of like Rey Mysterio. Like it's it's super super good.
1: And, and it's so funny too Because like I'll, the, the 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 history behind the name Here you go The history behind the name Of Eddie Fuerte Eddie's not my real name Like people are like Oh wait you're not Eddie I'm like It's similar to Eddie But it's not Eddie That's good to know Yeah Because <laughs> I thought your name was Eddie <laughs> Yeah Like a lot of people are like Wait what do you mean You're not Eddie And so And it was so funny Because like I guess in the, in the whole Like even streaming verse Like a lot of people Are just like You never say your real name You never say where you're from I'm like look I don't care I ain't got nothing to hide I, You know My account has been hacked so many times it's like negative dollars in my warrants are paid yeah, off like, <laughs> let's go you know what i mean if anything they're doing me a favor but um yeah so i i had moved from california to arizona and you would think that edwin would be a very easy name for people to understand but for whatever reason everybody's like i don't know what your name is dude can we just call it like eddie and i'm like yeah that's fine um eddie it is so it became eddie yeah. from then on fuerte was because uh, I used to actually work uh, as a hype man for a DJ. And so we used to I could see that They used to call me El Fuerte all the time Like oh like you know here comes El Fuerte on the mic Like la 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 And I'd be like yo what's up guys Mm -hmm. Welcome on in everybody to the party tonight Like you know another side story I also used to work at a strip club As the DJ announcer too Hell yeah Yeah so I was the uh, all right fellas We found him We (laughs) found (laughs) our third guy Like that's what we found Yeah so I was that guy I was the guy that was like All right fellas put your hands together for diamond two for one specials going on right now come on guys show some love christelle (laughs) christelle on standby christelle on standby will the owner of a dodge pickup please move your shit like that was me like so they were like they were like they were like hey like we need a name for you you just can't be like blah 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 blah." and i was like well i guess eddie fuerte is how that became and it just made sense it just uh there was a, a reggaeton singer who used to go by omega fuerte and i'm like oh man that just sounds like perfect eddie fuerte mm-hmm. done and that was it yeah. that was it eddie you are everything i want to be when i grow up <laughs>
2: <laughs> you really are <laughs> when i grow
0: up oh that's great No,
2: that's that's beautiful uh so i mean i i know we talked about it a little bit but i'm i'm just loving the Austin 316 shirt you're yeah. wearing. Uh where That's attitude era, bro. Hell like, yeah. That was a good era. Hell yeah. yeah. Um I just had to ask cuz like I actually have a little bit of uh, background within like the wrestling world as well. Um I was part of a local circuit up in New York. However, we were connected to Ted DiBiase and through Ooh, Ted nice. DiBiase uh i worked with a lot of the legacy talent i just want to know did you ever like get involved with any local talent as far as wrestling is concerned did you ever work with like raw or
1: any you know, any of that shit as much as i would have loved to say that like yes that was something that had crossed my mind i growing up what people watching wrestling they're always like i want to be a wrestler when i want to grow up right um unfortunately the opportunity wasn't there for me in my mind I was like, in order for me to be a wrestler, I have to join, like, a wrestling team in high school type of thing. Like, you know, like, the uh, the amateur wrestling, which was not the case. And I really, I mean, like, back in the day when, like, it was the VHS circuits, when people were passing out indie tapes, there yeah. really was no information on how, like, how to become a wrestler for the WWE, how to join an independent. Like, I don't even remember mm-hmm. going to any independent shows until, like, I was a full-fledged adult. So... No, unfortunately, I have not been or a part of any type of promotion like that. Um, however, um, there is the idea of probably joining the commentating school team for my local wrestling independent uh, wrestling community out here is what I'm thinking about doing. So it might happen. I don't know. But I mean, I wouldn't mind being a referee either. Like, I thought that would be pretty cool. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, no. so like for me... My dad just took me to a fucking warehouse one day and it had a wrestling ring out there. And like I always wanted to do like Greco-Roman wrestling. I always wanted to do like MMA. And they were just like, yo, get in the ring, wrestle this guy. I'm just like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. And then I found out later on, like I come from an evangelical Christian household that this was some sort of evangelism tool that they were using, but was also connected to everything that Ted DiBiase was doing. So like up in Upper Room and Long Island, New York, we had this these huge events. We had Doink the Clown. We had Kamala. Oh, wow. We had Team Demolition, uh, which that's a controversial statement because it really wasn't Team Demolition. But we we had Bret Michaels. Uh, no, Shawn Michaels. Bret. Hart, I was like Bret Michaels. It's like <laughs> Bret Michaels. I know <laughs> Bret, Bret Michaels. Was like, <laughs> My bad.
1: every uh, room That's why you hate Bret installed. Michaels. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but we had like this these insane shows where these motherfuckers would just show up and start wrestling with us and that kind of fueled the the local talent around there because like i was working with this one guy i forget his name but i was his uh his manager i was his secondary and i he was a male paris hilton and Mm. like i would be his his uh his paparazzi coming out from the the aisles like taking pictures and I had like, nice. my shitty little I fucking did not f- know this about you. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And he'd be coming out and like, I would jump into the ring and like smash people with cameras and shit like that. It was, it was oh, my absolutely God. Never fucking knew great. Yeah. No, there, there's, there's some dark secrets that I keep in my class. Cause like, I don't traditionally care for wrestling. I didn't care for wrestling before that, but like being involved with that entire culture and community, Flipped everything for me Like I have a lot a of drug. respect yeah. it, it is a drug it Is 100% d- Being out in front of the crowd Doing stupid shit like that It's It's I cannot describe The feeling Properly But
0: I still tell you You need to check out Botchamania Because Botchamania oh, is Mania's great Oh is fantastic you, <laughs> yes. You've never seen Botchamania? Chris doesn't know about oh, Botchamania Oh you know what that is Jesus. Botchamania <laughs> is a YouTube channel Where It's just like Cause like It's like The The bloopers and, like, the audio of them telling them, like, okay, do this move next. That's what we're going to do next. And it's just, like, the total fuck-ups that happen. And it's – I mean, there's so many episodes, Yeah, the dude
1: legitimately just takes bits and pieces from anything and everything wrestling, whether they be indie shows from the past, indie shows from now, main promotions from now, main promotions from the past, and just compiles them into, like, a 30-minute just Mm -hmm. blooper reel of everything that wrestlers, like, messed up on. And you're just like, what the hell? Like, I don't remember. And then, like, he will throw in, like, some side stories where, like, people be like, oh, excerpts from, like, Chris Jericho's book or, like, Mankind's book. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're telling stories about a time, like, a mishap happened. And it- it's really fun, man. You got to check it out. It's uh, it's like that time
0: I told you, Chris, when Vince McMahon shit himself <laughs> oh, yeah. and had to get up and do a promo. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was, like, one of our early episodes. That shit happened. It mm-hmm. was real. Yeah. He'll splice in like promos and man, it's just, he's like, there's hundreds of episodes. Yeah, there is hundreds it's of episodes.
1: But yeah, unfortunately, no, I have not been I'm fortunate enough to work in any kind of like wrestling promotion, but I have met wrestlers. So, I mean, that's kind of mm. like a good thing. Like I, the biggest one is Chris Jericho. I have his uh Fozzie album signed by him and the rest of the band over there. I saw that during yeah, the stream. Yeah. yeah. yeah so that's, that's pre- yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I've met The Godfather the godfather was a great one too yeah that one was funny because so i i live in um las vegas Nevada. that's where i stay at Mm -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. i had heard a rumor that he owned a gentleman's club out here and i was like there's no way i'm like it makes sense but there's no way like that that's like accurate right that wikipedia is like yanking my chain on that one but we had a boys' see on this podcast. Wikipedia is always right. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we we had a boys' night out, which a boys' night out ended up ending up at the said uh, gentleman's club, of course. And when we're getting there, like we see, like everybody's coming out. Like it looks all dark and everything's crazy. And we're like, what's going on here? Like the 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 dancers are coming out, and like the people are coming out, and like just people are just gathering in the parking. Apparently, they had a, a power outage. Like there was like a power outage, so for safety reasons and concerns, they had to take people out there. So I'm like, or dude, I'm I'm a short dude. I'm five foot six. The Godfather's like almost seven feet tall, and I'm I'm like like you know already buzzing and like I don't know what's going on, man. I just and I'm like yelling like not yelling, but I'm like I just want to see the Godfather. That's all I came to see. And the dude that's like next to me just like like hits me with his backhand like on the shoulder, and he's like, brother, man, you're looking at him. And I look up, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit, crazy. it's The Godfather. And, That's awesome. And I'm That's like, crazy. come get on the train. And he starts <laughs> laughing. I start telling him how my buddy used to cry because of uh, Papa Shango. And he's like, yeah, I used to get that all the time. I got a picture with him. It's on my Instagram. I should have, like, brought it up or something like that so we can showcase it. But, yeah, it's uh, I've, I've been fortunate enough to meet a couple of people. So it's just uh, uh, The Godfather, Chris Jericho. Mark Henry, who else have I met? A couple of indie people, um, Sammy Guevara, Chuck okay. and Trent Beretta, Sonny Kiss, who else am I missing? And that's all I can remember now. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, that was question two, right?
0: Yeah,
2: that <laughs> yeah, was question two, yes.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, Eddie,
1: do you, uh, do you have any pre-streaming rituals that you'd like to share? Do I have any pre-streaming rituals? I mean, if it's Friday or Saturday, I usually take a shot or down a beer, for sure. Okay. Like legit. Other than that? God, like you and Chris could be gay with
0: each other. That's what it could be, man. <laughs> <laughs> like is that You're it- just each other
1: That's his thing. Is that that not the plan? Oh, no. I thought I I was interviewing for the position. Which position? I don't know. Look, we we need you to sit on this leather couch over here. Let's go. Let's. Let's go. I got the camera in the back. And I'll I'll wear nothing but the belts, too, okay? (laughs) I'll wear nothing but the the Shawn Michaels spread. Like, legit. (laughs) I can't do that, <laughs> Dude, not no, even legit, like even like legit today, I was just like, like I said, I came back from my trip from Cali from visiting the family and I'm like, I got three battery packs. So six tall boys in the fridge right now. And I was like, do I get a beer? Do I not get a beer? I'm wearing the Austin yes. shirt. Somebody's going to say, chug, I'm probably going to do it. I'm going to embarrass myself. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, it's as far as pre rituals. Yeah. Oh for Fridays God. and Saturdays, it's always that. It's either a shot or a down a beer. And then, on the regular days, like the regular days, I just kind of like like deep breath and I just listen to like Jean-Claude, you guys have uh Kickboxer, right? The dancing scene? Yeah, it, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, I have. Chris doesn't watch movies, I, so. Yeah, I, that <laughs> that's, part is lost on me. That's the song I listen to to get ready. That's, okay. Yeah, that's the song. That's so, beautiful. Yeah, like, I'm just like, <laughs> like, 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 let's go, like pumping myself up and like vibing and like. Oh, that's great. Chug chug. That's see, great. Some people are saying chug. <laughs> that's a new emote, bro. <laughs> oh no, they, they, I, I've got a couple of emotes and stuff that I'm working on. There is a beer mug one that's like gonna be there for sure. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. We're gonna see if Twitch
0: is okay with that one. <laughs> uh, dude, dude, Twitch get fucked. Yeah, there's so many other I, people. I, I I saw your uh, Tipsy Tuesdays. Uh, I don't know if that's a normal thing or if you just did that last <laughs> week, but. Yeah. Uh, just drinking margaritas and just playing Pokemon. So, Dude, so
1: <laughs> Tipsy Tuesday became so usually like I said I only drink on weekends. I only usually drink on Fridays and Saturday right. because part of my health journey and everything that I've been doing, which is a whole like different topic and thing. Well,
0: I've got questions about that too. Yeah, yeah we're gonna get into yeah, that. Yeah, so
1: it's just uh one of those things. So but I knew I was gonna be going out of town. So I'm like, well, I can't get wasted on Wednesday because my flight leaves on Thursday like early in the morning. You know, you could. I but. could, yeah. <laughs> but if I can get turned up on Tuesday, like then yeah. we're good, you know. So that. Oh yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to steal
0: Tipsy Tuesday. So Turned Up Tuesdays. That's mine. There mind. you go. There it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Whenever I start making money, you'll get some. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Yeah, a Tipsy too. So it became that thing. And I wasn't even playing on playing Pokemon. I was just like, guys, I don't know what I'm doing today. I've got margaritas. I'm like... Because it's mm-hmm. healthier. You know what I mean? And so... <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've got margaritas here. Um, we can play Pokemon. I do have a PlayStation 5, guys. Do you guys want to see some Spider Man? And people are like, no, we want to see Pokemon. I was like, fine. <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> like, ah, they, That's the curse of a retro streamer, bro. Yeah, like, thank you, $600 paperweight. You just look pretty there. <laughs> it's so it's it's it goes to the whole console and like pc gamers right when like the pc guys are like oh pc master race man it's like the best thing you can do by playing like games on pc but all you do is play call of duty that's exactly what i'm doing right now it's just i only play (laughs) call of duty on it right now because i'm trying to stream (laughs) the games but um yeah no that's uh so it's 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 usually on fridays and saturdays uh when i do drink and I do have, like, I, I'm having a karaoke night. One of the community goals that we hit is a karaoke night where basically I'm getting... Gonna... You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Me and there was another streamer. He was like, we're only three away, and I was like... Boop fucking... boop boom, Yeah, oh, He's yeah, yeah. M- Maddie
1: Sheba, Maddie Sheba, that's right. Yeah, she was the one that was yeah, just like, right. yeah. Maddie Sheba. You guys are like, boom, 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 and I was just like, all right. He, well, Well, Chris, Chris helped out with the uh, one chip challenge, too, He's just like, hey, oh yeah, Chris, uh Chris is not financially accountable for anything he does. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, guys, I've, I've we're only a few ways. And he's just like, is that enough? And I'm like, that's that's more than enough. Yes. <laughs> that is more than enough. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's that's fucking but, great. I love so it. So when I have like certain events like that, like the karaoke night dude like i've had it like nights and streams where i'm just like all right guys i i cannot like anymore like we need to go and let's uh well you should just one more time okay yeah yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's just and it becomes a whole like thing where like in the process i'm just raiding the person and i'm just like guys we're gonna raid this person she's super fucking awesome i love her she means the world to me guys just say hi i really appreciate it let's go say hi to emerald pixie and we'll be there and like we go to her channel we go to her channel and she's like Eddie and I'm like in the background like I'm done I'm like I can't even interact I'm sorry I
0: rated you I'm not going to talk to you I'm done and I'm out I'm out of here like Ugh. holy shit like I'm
1: done oh, yeah man. it's it's been wild yeah. it's been wild it's uh it's been some really really good times
2: I I love it Speaking of like community and rating and shit like that, um, because you've only been streaming for seven months, was it a natural progression? Like, what what is your secret to just get people in to get keep them entertained? I mean, like, I'm already fucking seeing it. So, I like you, you already <laughs> answered the fucking question. I mean, you've got you've got like the 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 sexy Spanish New York uh, radio ho- host voice. I mean, fucking, I've seen your streams, but like,
1: it's what made it work is what i'm trying to say dude to be completely honest with you i don't even know what makes it work i i genuinely don't like it's one of those things where i have seen other streamers i've seen other streamers and what they do and and in in twitch especially the thing that gets thrown at you the most is like the e-girls right and like mm-hmm. the e-girls are out there putting stickers and writing names on themselves and like coloring their hair and i'm like yeah i i i i can't do any of that so I tapped into what I know is best for me. I like wrestling, so why not, instead of a sticker, I put on a lucha mask. I speak Spanish. Why not make that into a segment? So, if anything, it's that. It's you tap into what you're really, really like enthusiastic about and just go with it. Because there's going to be an audience for everybody out there, no matter what. There's always something that people can tap into and relate to. And I think... I think that's been my success is that I've been fortunate enough that my parents were never like, you can't like this. You can't like that. It's just like, there was always something to be involved in. Like my dad, like my dad, like didn't speak Spanish or anything like that. And, um, and I mean, didn't speak Spanish. He didn't speak English. Um, he only spoke Spanish, but he was like, all like, I am American and go Dodgers, go Lakers, go the Raiders. And like you as my son will also enjoy that. So Fourth of July cookouts and all that stuff. That's what he would do to the best of his ability. So I fucking love it. Yeah. So sports and all that stuff like just came naturally to me. Mom was the same way. Mom was a dancer, like whether you liked it or not. Like she's like, we're dancing, like we're going to parties, we're doing this, like blah, 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 blah. So the taste in music is just a variety of things. And I think that's what's just kind of helped me out that I can tap into anything. And dude, I've had so many different jobs too that I've got stories. And I think that's what it really comes down to is just. Bruh, like, <laughs> I've had 15 jobs
0: by the time I was, like, 27.
1: Yeah. So. so, and that's what it comes down to. is just I've been in mostly in customer service all my life, so I know how to talk to people and, and listen to yep. them. And then, like I said, I've just been through so much. I got things to talk about, and so that's maybe what's worked for me. That I'm just like, hey guys, like this is what I'm all about. This is what I want to do. If you guys want to shoot the shit, great. If not, then that's cool too. Like have a goodie. It just that's what it's all about. But um, I, I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I've had people like message me and like like, dude, how do I do what you're doing? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I genuinely don't you be know. yourself. Yeah. I'm like, and that's what I, I can tell you what I'm doing, but it doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. Like It'll work you for gen- you. Yeah. You genuinely have to be yourself and you got to find your groove and find your groove and find your community. And, and I did a lot of research on it stuff, man. Like, honestly, like it's just a, uh, as far as like, like networking and socializing and using all your stuff to like its potential like instagram twitter discord um youtube is one that i really need to work on i feel like that's the one that i'm like falling behind the most but but like finding the communities that you want to be involved in and meeting the people that are going to relate and have the same interests, retro gaming wrestling you know um shooters cosplay stuff like that it goes a long way and there's beer so (laughs) many people out there
2: (laughs) So you, you talk about like how you've been working with this over the last seven months. And a lot of it is just like, you're saying, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. Was there ever a point where you were just like, you were unsure about if this was going to be a long-term thing? Cause I know that you said that you had gotten laid off, was streaming your go-to, like, how did you stay motivated during
1: that entire time? Legitimately, honestly, um, September was probably one of the worst months that I had overall not and what I mean by worst is just like the community engagement because that's what I really wanted so not to get too sappy or anything like that but my, sure. my my story my story of like when I got laid off back in April was I'm renting a room I have no kids I have no Like, girlfriend, no nothing. My family's out of state. I have a brother who happens to live here in the same city as me. But guess what? He actually ended up with the virus, too. So it's kind of like, yo, bro, kind of got to stay away from you for quite some time. So Mm -hmm. I had no, like, interaction with anybody. And that was kind of was like driving me crazy because I used to go to bars all the time. I used to go to shows. I used to go to indie wrestling stuff. And it's just like now all of that was taken away. Like, how do I keep myself from going crazy? And Twitch was basically the motivation. So when I kept doing it and I saw the growth, I was like, oh, this is awesome. But September came and it's just like reality check, bro. You can't just try to be like everybody else. You have to be yourself. You have to really kind of like find what you want and what you want to grow from this and get from this. And that and that's what my motivation was, is that I was genuinely meeting some wonderful people in this community that just wanted to share that growth and those interests and talk to people like you know what I mean and October became a whole different month like October became like honestly I think that was like where I had like my hey bro like this is what you got to do to make this work and make sure that your community is growing and help each other out too so I I listened to a lot of like Arnold Schwarzenegger's like stuff like uh, that he talks about, like legit, like legit. <laughs> like his motivational stuff, like his motivational stuff is inspiring. Cause he's like, dude, you got 24 hours in the day. If you're unemployed, that means you have 24 hours to do things in your life, maybe four or five of those hours you're going to be sleeping, but the rest, it has to be productivity. So I started working out. I started becoming a better person for my health overall and my mental state of mind. You know what I mean? I started uh, being more engaged with the communities and like networking a bit more and socializing. And that was the motivation is to just be like, because like, look, guys, it sucks going through a, a point in time where you're just like, I hate my life. This is nothing's working. I don't know what to do. But if I can be the guy that's going to be like, Hey, bro, it's cool. It's it's not going to be like that all the time. Let me be an example of what I'm doing to help you become a better person or help you reach the goals that you want to do. You want to be a streamer? I can help you with that too. I can show you what I've learned, and that's been the motivation for me to be just like, Hey, guys. This is a safe zone. This is where, you know, you can be yourself. No judgment here. And if you want to grow and laugh together, then why the fuck not? You know what I mean? Like, does that does that make sense, Eddie? Yeah, hell yeah, Eddie. Can you be my dad? Like, <laughs> like you're amazing.
0: Like, it's it's one hundred percent true, man. Like, uh, and it, what's amazing is all of it happened to you so fast. Mm-hmm. Like. It's been seven months that you've been streaming. Let's say month six is where you hit your rough spot and like that. But like I've been streaming for like three years, but I get in those spots where I just fall off. And I mean, it happened to Chris too, because Chris was like the RPG guy. And then after a while he was like, fuck this shit. I don't want to be the RPG (laughs) guy anymore. And it just, it got really rough. And I think we've both hit those patches, but the good thing about us interviewing, because we're starting to interview more Twitch streamers and stuff like that. We're getting an idea that we're not the only ones that felt that. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody feels that. And it's normal to feel that. But, Eddie, man, like, people need to be more like you. Like, it is amazing. Like, the energy you exuberate from yourself is
1: – it's contagious, bro, <laughs> is what it is. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. thanks man. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's just its – it's been hard, man. Like, I'm telling you, like, don't – there's times where I'm just like – I don't know if I'm doing this. 2020 sucks. Yeah, 2020 <laughs> sucked. Yeah. But, like, there's been times, like I said, where I've uh, I've had, like, doubts and, like, questions. Um, Emerald Pixie brought up one of the things in there. One of the redemption things that I have on there is the ASMR receipt, which to me, I'm like, yeah. this sounds like the dumbest thing ever. And I remember it was me and her. We were having a conversation, like, off stream. Like, we're just hanging out. And like I told her about this idea, and she's like, "Dude, you should totally do it. Like, you you absolutely have to do it." And I was like, "I don't think it's gonna work." I held off of it on a month, and I'm just like, "Look, if I can't make fun of myself, if I can't be silly and do all that stuff, then what's the point of this whole thing, right?" Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I tried it out. It's become like one of the best, like redemption perks thing on my channel. The Macho Man. Here's here's the thing, guys. The Macho Man was an absolute accident like, a huge absolute accident. How how that became integrated and, like, a major part of my channel still baffles me because I am a Hulk Hogan fan. Like, a huge Hulk Hogan <laughs> fan. Like, huge, like, huge. Dude. Like, I'm, like, I've got, like, like, Hulk Hogan Funko Pops. I've got, like, stuff like, like, when he was at WrestleMania 30, like, a piece of the mat, like, type of stuff. Like, that's who I grew up, like, And then at the time, like I said, when I see these people doing, like, their cosplays and, like, redemption things. And, like, what can I do to, like, make something similar that's in my interest? And I'm like, well, all my Hulk Hogan stuff is back at Mom's. I have a Macho Man shirt. I have an orange bandana. (laughs) I have some sunglasses that kind of... And I'm like, well, fuck it. Here we go. And and, and that was it. Macho Man Eddie Fuerte became the, the greatest thing ever. And now... With everything that I've been trying to do and, like, everything that's kind of, like, leading on to where I'm going, I, people have been telling me, like, dude, like, like you guys have said it right now. Like, it feels like I've been doing this for, like, a long time, and I've only been doing it for seven months, and the growth is just crazy. But it's leading mm-hmm. me to a point where I'm going to start looking into, like, sponsorships and stuff like that. Like, and I'm not talking mm-hmm. about, like, the G Fuel stuff. Like, I just don't understand the G Fuel, especially if everybody's <laughs> doing it. There's three sponsors that I would hope would be like, hey, man, like this is somebody we can get behind them. Slim Jim, Spam, and Budweiser. Budweiser, I'm not a Budweiser fan, but my dad was, so I feel like if I can do that... And so is Austin So so was was Austin 316. Yeah, Yeah, so... (laughs) So I'm like I'm actually kind of working on right now on cutting like a 30 second promo video dressed up as the Macho Man where like I'm working out at the park, kind of like that Peter Griffin where he's just kind of like standing on a chair like when he's mm-hmm. doing his campaign. Yeah, 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 but it's gonna be like like me <laughs> like pumping like like let's go like oh yeah the Macho Man like Dude, yeah man. and then just That's if great. like Slim Jim would be like yo we gotta like sponsor this guy like let's go ahead and do it then why not but like. Partner is something that I'm like kind of thinking about now, too, Um, but that's like long term stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's 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 if anything, that's what I tell people all the time. It's if you want to make it set short term goals, set long term goals, set community goals, set, you know, things that will help you be the best thing that you can be out there. And once the community starts engaging, that's it. Like you you'll find Mm -hmm. your niche. I mean, at least that's what I feel has worked for me. Hell yeah. That's great. Hell yeah.
2: I know that we talked about it earlier, and this is something that, you know, Corey wanted to uh, talk about. You know, I've been following your health journey all the way back from when I first met GT, which has really been the boon of all this shit blowing up for us. Because, like, through GT, we met you. We met the Flock community. We met the Royal Guardians. And, like, even beyond that, other communities where they've kind of just, like, brought us in. But I've been watching your health journey through the discords and chat and shit like that. What are you doing? How is it be, it's like so successful? Like, tell me a little bit about that because, like, you're
0: seeing a lot of results and we are envious. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, so bef- before Eddie starts, I just want to give him a little background. I lost, like, right before COVID started, I lost 50 pounds. I was at 315 mm-hmm. and I got down within. Chris, what, four months? I was down 50 pounds. Just, just about. Because I, com- you were in the 270s. I completely changed. I went to a protein fat diet and just working out yeah. like six days a week. But then we bought a house and we moved and then I just fucking fell off the horse. So I'm trying to get back on the horse. No, I,
1: I, so. absolutely. I, I completely understand. I was – this is one of those things where going back to everything that was happening with me getting unemployed and starting streaming and stuff like that. I actually, there's two things that happened that kind of, like, triggered that whole thing. Like, yo, bro, you need to get back into this whole, like, uh, being healthy. Because five Mm -hmm. years ago, I was at my prime time. I was working out, like, daily. I had a physical job where I had to, like, lift, like, bricks and pavers and, like, cinder blocks. And I was, like, 185, like, looking lean, looking like mass and, like... And then I just fell off. Like you said, like you just fall off and then you can't go back next thing, Very. Yeah. Next thing, you know, it's just like, I'm over here. I'm sitting down half of the time of my day. If not either working on something on the computer or actually streaming and playing video games. And I was actually having this conversation with, um, Emerald Pixie is a really good friend of mine. She's Mm -hmm. been very supportive. She's been very awesome. And she's actually been one of the ones that like, I've really bounced off ideas with as far as everything that's been going on with my stream and, so she's kind of like, like the background, like, you know, like the, the woman behind the man, I guess, type of thing. But she's not my woman. <laughs> she's your pallbearer bearer yeah. to your own yeah, she's Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> she's Miss Elizabeth to the macho man type of thing, right? There, there you go. Yeah, that's go. what it is. Yeah. And so yep. hype, man. hype man. And so it was one of those things where I was talking to her about my dad. My dad passed away at a young age of uh, 46 because he was not taking care of his health. He was a big drinker. He didn't work out. He just didn't like go to the doctor, diabetic, all this whole stuff, like la-da-da. And I'm like, 46 is only 11 years away from where I'm at right now. And my mom constantly is telling me, you're going down the same route. You're not eating well. You're drinking all the time. You're not being fit or athletic or, you know, anything. So what's to say that you're not going to go the same route as him, if not sooner? So I'm telling her that and like Emerald's like, dude, you got to change your fucking life. Like you, you, you can't just let that be your burden or like, let that be the thing that just drops you from here. Um, mm-hmm. and so it's true. I'm like here sitting down half the time, eating a large pizza, eating double bacon cheeseburgers like every other day, if not daily and one meal a yeah. day, drinking shitloads of beer, getting all fucking swollen and whatnot. And then I was at another streamers, and I'm going to call her one of those booby streamers. Good for her. You know, for her. Yeah, gotcha. You know, it's a booby streamer. And somebody had asked her and was like, hey, what would you recommend a guy or what advice would you give a guy to be successful on Twitch? And her response was like, oh, if you're a guy and you're trying to be successful on Twitch, God bless you because you're delusional. You'll never make it. And I'm like... She's kind of right Like in a certain aspect Because like you have to Present yourself a certain way You have to kind of Be this person Be this presence This character persona You're portraying portraying yourself on the stream And I'm like all this energy And like la da da And I'm like I don't want to be a fluffy ball of energy I want to be a lean piece of energy I want the fuerte to come out again and be that right so i ended up hiring a trainer i actually ended up hiring a trainer and i was just like look man like this is where i'm at this is what i want to do this is what i want to go about um and i can't get too much into details because it's a paid program but what i can say right it includes healthy eating which is more eating at home cooking my own food more vegetables more fruit more chicken no red meat Daily exercises from 45 minutes to an hour, including weights, yoga, or cardio on different types of days, and just determination, man. Just setting those goals. Each goal each month needs to be 5 to 10 pounds or whatever. And then the long-term goal is that I need to get back to at least a comfortable weight of being, you know, right this this person I'm trying to be, Fuerte. And that's all I've been doing. That's legitimately all I've been doing is eating better, working out on the daily. And people can do that without having to do with the training program and stuff like that. I'm just paying for more of it so I can learn and teach myself like, hey, this is what you have to do. But if you start eating better, if you start eating better and you cut off all like the snacks, the sodas, minimize on the beer, minimize on going out to eat, walking for like 30 minutes to an hour or just going on a light jog can do wonders, for you, And you'll end up losing so much and that's been my motivation. My motivation is I still want to be able to have the opportunity to have a family. If I kept going the route that I was going, it's most likely that I become a person like, hey, I can't chase my kids around. Hey, I'm chasing my kids around and I have a heart attack. Hey, I go on disability because my diabetes is kicking in. Now I got to lose a leg type of shit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, I can't.
0: Brother, you hit my soul with that one. You know what I? Because I have, uh, yeah. So a couple. I mean, I'll get. I won't get super far into it, but I'll do the. I think I've told the story on the podcast before. But the reason that I quit cigarettes cold turkey, the reason that I started working out and all that other stuff is, me and my wife had a miscarriage. Oh shit! Sorry, and, to hear uh, that, man. it was only like a month. It, it's all right. It was only like a month in. Like, it, and we looked it up. It's very common, actually. But it just clicked, man. We were just like, man. We got to do something. And it just hit me. I was like, dude, I hit 30, and I was like, I don't have another 30 in me this way. Yeah. I can't do it like this, man. And I had to change, and I lost 50 pounds. So I know I can fucking do yeah. it. I know I can do it. I mean, I could change the diet. I had the determination every day. I would give myself a cheat day. Fridays would be no working out, and you can eat what yep. you want. Like, that's what you got to do. But, and I was that, what was great was I was that rock for my wife, and my wife was that rock for me. Because there would be days where she's like, "I don't want to work out today." I was like, "We gotta, we gotta, gotta do, do it. It, yeah. it sucks. We gotta mm-hmm. we, one hour. That's all we gotta do." And then there's other days where I was like, "Fuck that shit. I'm not going." And she goes, "No, we have to go." And I'm like, "I'm not going." She goes, "You're
1: gonna go." Yeah.
0: So I'd get my ass out, and we would go and do it. So we got to get back on that train, dude. Man. And 100.
1: And and the thing you gotta do too is like when you get to those points where you're like, "Oh, I don't want to do it," like just switch it up. You don't have to do the exercise or the workout, but you can go for a walk and it's so crazy like how that like fucks up the mind like where the mind's just like I'm running away from my problems but at the same time I'm still walking and getting my energy and then you're like oh I'm good like we're all set yeah. like it's I feel right. good <laughs> yeah what were you going to say chris no
2: i was saying like that's i am not going to say that that's like similar in where i'm at like um I, I did 5 years in the marine corps between 2011 and 2016 while i was in I was 215 pounds, 10% body fat. I was a power lifter. I was in the thousand pound club. I was, you know, performing at different Ironman competitions within the Marine Corps. And then I had a really bad accident while I am training for special forces oper- uh, for special operations training, and I just fell off, and it became a downward spiral. And then I had my son. And when I turn 30, I'm just like, I'm not going to be around long enough for me to see him leave the house. And that's really the goal because, like, I know there's, like, superstitions. I'm not a super superstitious person, but, like, the men in my family don't typically live past 50. Now, there's multiple reasons for that. Whether it be suicide or just not taking care of your body or, like, I have a huge drug problem in my family, which is part of the reason why, like, I'm not straight edge, but I don't fuck with anything but beer and alcohol. Um, (laughs) But, like, I was was 300 pounds come, I want to say, back in August, July, August time frame, and I'm just like, no, I need to get back on track. So right now I'm 20 pounds down. Hey, good um, shit, man. And okay. it's, it's it's just been, you know, I cut almost everything. When I eat out, it's like I'm getting salads or I'm getting soups or I'm doing something that is not carb-heavy. Uh, Plain grilled chicken. <laughs> pretty pretty much. I cook Mediterranean food and Caribbean food that's not heavy in carbs. Yeah. So it's like I'm trying to pay attention to those things. I'm trying to get out there and work out. But the problem that I have a – um. An ego issue. like I, I know that that's not a secret. Um, uh, but I have an ego issue. what? <laughs> um, because at my best, muscle mass wise, I was two hundred and eighty pounds of fucking muscle. Like I only had about thirty pounds distributed fat. And I have a machine that tells me where my muscle mass is, and it's been going down lower, lower, lower. I'm just like, I just want the fat to go away and not the muscle. But I got to come to terms that, you know, both of them are going to fall as time goes on. It's just it's just the course of the nature or it's just the nature of losing weight. But, no, I, I am very envious of the results that you're seeing. You, you seem very,
1: very happy. Dude, and it's, I, I commend you on that shit, dude. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's, it's, it's hard work. I mean, like you guys know. Like mm-hmm. you guys have done it too. Like, you know what I mean? So you know what it takes – and, and that's what it really just, you got to see the eye, the, you know, the prize at the end of the road. Eye on the prize, you know what I mean? Like that's literally what what strives me to do that because like I said, I still have my my goals of having a family and stuff like that. And it's just being healthy can go a long way. Like you said you want to be able to see your kids like go out and stuff like that and do their thing. One of the biggest things that I have, like it's, it upsets me that I was like never, I never had the opportunity to have a beer with my dad. You know what I mean like it just that just like yeah. kills me yeah. that I was never able to have that opportunity with my dad. And it's just that's a lesson right there that it's just kind of like yo if if not just your dad but I want to be able to have like I got nephews. I got nephews that are going to be you know 18 soon and uh you know and next thing you know they're going to be 21 and I want to be able to be like yo let's go to a bar. My treat. Like I'm buying you a beer. Like you know what I mean? Like I want to have that opportunity. So if it's not Hell even yeah. for myself I want to have it for them and um yeah it's just I was tired of living that life, man. I was tired of just being unhealthy because it just, it just fucks with you so much in every aspect of the way, whether it be relationships, work, uh, friendships, you don't want to be the jolly fat guy all the time. You know what I mean? Like, Mm, I want to be, I want to be the people that like, when like, you know, like they see me, they're like, Hey, who's that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's Eddie Fuerte. That's Eddie Fuerte. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but it's, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. There's, there's always baby steps that anybody can take. And that's all it is. It's just setting the goal and being determined to do it. And we all fall. Like I said, like, even now, like, I went on my trip and I gained two pounds back. But I mean, it, it's bound to happen. It's, we're not perfect. We just got to mm-hmm. keep at it. Right. I feel you, bro. I feel you. All right. Getting back
2: on track as far as video games because this is a video mm. game podcast. Yes. Uh is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh so like <laughs> most of the streams I catch you on are either retro GBA or they are Pokemon. Uh so I'm I'm guessing that you're a big fan of those styles of games. <laughs> no. What are some other games <laughs> that have had the most impact on you?
1: <laughs> so no, no, clear that up. Clear that up. You don't yeah. like Pokemon? So he, do- he, here's here's the thing with Pokemon, all right. -hmm. Is that I like Pokemon. I grew up with Pokemon Red. I had Pokemon Gold. I played some of the DS versions. I haven't, the last one I played was Sun and Moon. But I'm not like a Pokemon expert or anything like that. My retro console of choice is the Super Nintendo. But to add a variety. My brother! (laughs) Yeah. But to add a variety of things, I'm like always trying to do. And that's the biggest thing. So that's one of the biggest things going back to what we were talking about, like successes and like what makes things work for you is being a variety streamer means you have to provide variety. And so if Mm -hmm. you're only playing like a certain type of game, it's kind of hard to keep the audience engaged with the same thing. So I decided that I was going to do a Game Boy Advance month. I was like, like, hey, we're going to play nothing but Game Boy Advance. I've got a couple of games lined up that I want to do. Pokemon's going to be one of them. And then that's when people were like, hey, what about this Nuzlocke challenge? Are you going to do the Nuzlocke challenge? Like, hey, are you going to do the Nuzlocke challenge? And I'm like, what the hell is a Nuzlocke challenge? (laughs) What
2: the fuck's a Nuzlocke? Yeah, and I was like, what the
1: (laughs) hell's a Nuzlocke challenge? And they're like, dude, it's when you're like, if your Pokemon dies, you can't bring them back. You have to keep going and all this stuff. And I'm just like, there's like so many rules to make it. So I was like, all right, guys, I'll try it out. And it was a fucking hit. Like, people just, like, yeah. loved it. They saw me. Like, I made it into a whole thing. Like, they saw my, they would love seeing me, like, oh, fuck, I just lost so-and-so because we were naming them custom names to make it more personal. So i will be like, no. Bird I, Jesus. Yeah, like, Bird Jesus. three lost Bird Jesus.
2: <laughs> three times. The day that I was just
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> you lost Lechuga. Yeah, we lost Lechuga. <laughs> like, we lost Pastelito. Like, all that stuff, man. It was just like, and people, and then, like, it just, it just added to the whole thing where I'm like, all right, like. I'm like, how do I make this more wholesome or more like touching more personal? And then I was like, all right, we gotta add the the Scottish bagpipes. We gotta add the Scottish every time we lose a or- that's
0: fucking perfect. yeah, it's and, so good and it lasts for like almost yeah, a minute. and it's just like and
1: we're just there like <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom like. And I'm like one
2: gun salute. Hell yeah. And and, and people. And so that's what I'm
1: saying. It's just like, you have to do like things like that. So yeah. Am I a Pokemon fan? Yes. Am I like the Pokemon guy? No, like no, nowhere near, but people enjoyed it. People loved it. And so you give back, to what the community wants you know what i mean like that's the whole purpose of these things it's like you say you want to build communities you want to play these games with people so people want to see your frustrations i'm not a big metroid guy and people love seeing me play metroid because i hate it i'll be like they're like this game sucks like i don't it's frustrating like go <laughs> talk about my game like yeah, that like, <laughs> bro <laughs> so but yeah like uh i but me like i said i my five my top five favorite games my top five favorite games ocarina of time for the nintendo 64 Metal Gear Solid, mm, yeah, fuck. Metal Gear Solid, uh, for the PlayStation One. Okay, um, for two for two. Super Castlevania Four for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> for three for three. Let's Super go. Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. Nope, you lost me there. Uh, nope, yeah, I'm see, good. and uh, and the fifth one's always kind of a toss-up. Like I feel like it should. It's either between like Final Fight, the arcade, TMNT like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 in time, or like uh, Turtles in time. Yeah, Turtles yeah, in time. Yeah, it's like always between those two. And then like Grand Theft Auto kind of peers itself in there too because I was big... Like, I've owned every single Grand Theft Auto copy from 3 and on. Right. So, but yeah, it, it would have to be between Final Fight and TMNT just because I am a beat-em-up guy too. Like, I I do like playing beat ups Fun fact. Okay. I was like, how are we going to have a connection with me somehow? Yeah. There's the connection. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. When I started the channel, one of the things that I was doing was... Beat 'em up Sundays. Where on Sundays I played nothing but beat 'em ups. Yeah, and then it just nice. it got lost somewhere along the way. And like I'm trying to like get I, back into
0: it, but so so what I do on Thursdays is I stream. We also work for Mega Visions, which is a Sega turn turned uh, up Thursdays. turns turned up Thursdays, right? Turned up, <laughs> turned up. There it is. Turned up. Okay, so on yeah. Mega Visions, I stream one day over there, and we do a Thursday night throwdown. Oh, nice. And. uh what we'll do is we'll change it up. Thursday Night Throwdown sparked, funny enough, with Sonic the Fighters. Yes. And it just became it became a night where we would all play a multiplayer game. It was like Anarchy Reigns or, like, uh, I think we played Sonic All-Star Racing and, like, all yeah. these other games. And then it turned into Thursday Night Brodown where me and our buddy Scotty wouldn't necessarily want to play a multiplayer game where we were against each other, but we would play beat-em-ups. Nice. And that's when we started playing the Capcom beat-em-up nice. bundle. We played Streets of Rage 4. We played like – and we've fallen off of that really hard too, but we got to get back on that because I love beat em and, and,
1: that, really and that's fun. the thing about it too is just like you you have something that like you really enjoy and then like you, you kind of change it up and you forget about it. But it doesn't mean that you can't go back to it because I even had on Friday nights – I had Friday night fight nights. That's what I had. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, this one right, right here, yeah, <laughs> over yeah. here. I'm trying to get the camera yeah. right. It's like, that
2: way, yeah. yeah. When you yeah. say it. the game, we you just... say the game, I probably have it. Let's go, dude.
1: Yeah, no, 100. We Let's used to fucking have, go. We used to have Friday Night Fight Nights, and I'm talking about. And I think we talked about this briefly, uh, Chris. Like when you were on my channel, and I was like, yeah, King of Fighters, Street Fighter Five, like oh. Dead or Alive, like Mortal Kombat, like Tekken. Oh, he's
2: got the titty fighters.
1: Yeah. Oh, we're not. We're not even, even going to get into the whole titty. Like category of games that I kind of want to throw out there too, because there. Was... I gotta ask. I gotta ask this
2: question: Are you, are you a Sen Kagura fan?
1: Am I a Senran Kagura fan? This month, yeah. Oh my! Yeah, God. I am a Senran Kagura <laughs> this fan. <street>. Yeah, <laughs> I am a huge Senran Kagura fan, dude. And it was one of those things. Like there was even like, I I, I think at one point before Friday Night Fight Nights was a thing, I had fan service Fridays, and like fan service Fridays. Like <laughs> I, I remember it was so. It was so I was playing Dead or Alive like extreme of volleyball 3, like the eight like the Japanese import on my PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. and like all these people like I'm like you know playing volleyball and like making them stretch and they're showing everything and I'm just like, what am I? Is this am I okay? Like is this the right thing I... to do? But sure enough, there was like people, <laughs> there was like people that were like coming in that you're like, yo, w- what are we playing? And then they were like, yo, are we really playing this? What are and we I'm playing? like, yeah, we are. And, um, and that's how the not safe for work section was created in the Discord. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah, great. But I, Which I have so been, good. I
2: have been a big fan of lately.
1: Yeah, dude i I have all the Senran Kagura games that have come out. Most of them, except for the Vita ones, I've got some other really funny stuff that I've like unboxed on um, on on stream, and it's just like it leaves me.
0: In, uh... I can't I can't give you guys shit because I just recently found out a a game on uh, on Steam. It's called like the Sword and Tower of Succubus or whatever, and I'm I like probably have it, yo. It's supposed to be a fucking Legend of Zelda-like game, but a, one of the comments that got me, and I started laughing my ass off, was, It's like Zelda, but you can fuck the enemies together. Nice. And I, nice. And I, was, I was like, yes! Hold on, hold on. You said the sword? Tower? Yeah, it's tower. called uh, Tower and yeah. Sword of I know. Succubus. I'm looking it up right now, too. Uh, I think... I think the creators, the developers of it, are. I have to make sure that Steam, that Twitch can't see this. Okay, nice. Is Critical Bliss? They've done a lot of different games, and uh, I'm gonna buy them because they're thirteen dollars. So cool. i I've- oh, excuse me, they're thirteen dollars. I got to get it right for. It's uh, <laughs>
1: Retro. I already bought it.
2: You can go ahead and uh, play it from my <laughs> library.
1: <laughs> there
0: you go. I'm gonna save that for later. <laughs> Our, we cannot stream i i gotta double check because one of the comments says that there is a safe for work version no dude, i don't want so that that you can you can toggle it on so if you wanted to stream it you so, could do it just make sure that safe for work toggles on dude, it's so, so fun,
1: it's so funny that you bring that up there's another game that has that feature too it's called uh waifu uncovered for the nintendo switch and it's a shoot 'em up game mm-hmm. It's a, it, it, oh, it, I heard about. We might have reported yeah, on it's this. It's a shoot 'em up game <laughs> where you're basically shooting off the clothes off like these big anime titty girls and whatnot, right? But my my buddy's mm-hmm. like, dude, did you stream it? Did you stream it? Like, how did you not get banned? I'm like, bro, they don't show anything. He's like, well, there's an uncensored version, and I'm like, what do you mean? Hold on he's a like, second. He's like, yeah. He's like, bro, once you clear every stage and you do everything to like the max levels and all that stuff, you get to see nipples, dude. And I'm like. <laughs> But, it's like a fucking kid. Nifty, bro. but I'm like, I'm like, that's cool, but I mean like why why are we so excited for it, dude? Because I kinda wanna know. <laughs> like, but it's just weird, like that, that some of these games do have that that uh that feature on now. Sorry, Chris, I cut you off again too. Yeah. My, my bad. No, it's fine
2: because chat was just like, isn't this fucking podcast name based off of a joke of a fan service game being
0: uh, kickstarted? Uh, to clarify. I want to say it's successfully kickstarted. Successfully to kickstarted.
2: Us. <laughs> mostly because of me.
0: Yeah, there's a game out coming out called Subverse. Oh. And uh, one day I was just like, we were thinking of our new podcast name. I was like, hey, Chris, what about Scrubverse? And he goes, check Twitter. It doesn't exist. <laughs> And surprisingly enough, it did not exist on YouTube, Instagram, or fucking nice. Twitter. So, Yeah, if
2: you've ever heard of the uh, the studio called Studio Fowl, they are making a... Uh, that's where I found this
1: game. A, I, I'm looking <laughs> it up that? right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: I've been in Studio Fowl's yeah. channel of, for the last couple days now. Hell so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explore. Studio Fowl
2: does some, uh, some pretty exceptional art. Yeah. Hey. I, <laughs> I am
1: noticing that right now. I feel like I could just be like, explore a wacky galaxy full of hot alien babes in this kicking new sci fi RPG mashup. Woo! Uh,
0: so. We, sh- we should have met Eddie. So, there was a part where they were asking for voice actors for their games. Yes. And you could audition. And Chris was like, yo, do this. I was like,
1: it was due yesterday. <laughs> so. <laughs> So if we'd have met Eddie in time, I'd be like, Eddie, fucking well, no, get in there. You it's know, like... there was a friend of mine who asked me, too. She's like, hey, do you ever do, like, a, like, have you ever done, like, um those graphic novel Commercials? No, graphic novel, oh. like, voice acting, like, on Discord. I'm like, what are you talking about? Apparently, there's, like, a whole category, a group of people that, like, play, like, the graphic novels. And they all have their own, like, part. So they read, like, like, I'm. Like auditioning for a role wow. type of thing, and she's yeah. like, she's like, yeah, like I think you would be a great like Colonel Sanders for like the wife, the dating simulator. <laughs> and I'm like, well, first of all, you know I'm Latino, right? Like second, <laughs> second, <laughs> I have no southern accent. Like I don't even know where to begin with a southern drawl of any type. Like no, that's me. <laughs> you, you know, like I'm like I don't know, but like yeah, people have asked me before like if I would be like down for that, and I'm just like I don't know, like. If I wrote Bro, would.
2: talk to me later, cause
0: I uh Oh, don't talk to him later.
1: <laughs> in the early days,
2: I did some voice acting, but then I got some very questionable parts that I went ahead and did, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. You're like, I I, I fucking can't. They're still nah, on they're YouTube still on YouTube. Nice. <laughs> uh if if you search uh Panty and Stocking Plush uh you get to see Ugh. some of my handiwork
0: it's it's i watched it and i messaged nightmare. you that day i was at work i was at the corporate office and i was watching it and i said bro you need to tell him to take this <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. like bro it is
2: this dude playing with his toys it is this grown-ass 30-something yeah, year old th- th- he's doing got, this. that's what he's doing he's got these plushes and these toys and he Everyone just voice acts in it. I thought it was a legitimate like animation or studio book.
1: No, no. Nope. That's not true. So yeah, that's, I like, that's an adventure. I like how Chris is like, yeah, it's like this 30-year-old dude playing with his plushes. Um, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, sting. Like uh, this 30-year-old guy playing with his plushes.
0: <laughs> Zombie hunter found it. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh Zombie hunter, we need you to link that in the chat. Link that YouTube. In the no, chat.
1: no. <laughs> I'm over here, like no. <laughs> Fuck. I, I feel I feel targeted um, now. All right, guys, this is ridiculous. No, no, I feel targeted. It's, it's fine. Like this, no, is, it. this is, is it. I don't know. This is it. This podcast so. is over.
0: <laughs> 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 he just left. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Uh so
2: Eddie, outside of video games and streaming, I know that you talked about it a little bit, but like what
1: are some of your hobbies? Wrestling? Uh yep. I, I like wrestling, video games, uh music of course. Dude, I enjoy barbecues. Honestly, I really really enjoy hanging out barbecues beer all that shit listening to music and yo
2: what do you do every sunday night let's just just get to it like what do you do every sunday night i
1: play pokemon for the community because they love to see me struggle (laughs) that's what i do oh man like yo i'm ready to just like open up that third
2: spot now yeah
1: dude it's 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 so wild man like i like barbecues is the things that i love doing i enjoy going to events so like concerts uh sports like dude like i said like growing up like my dad would make his best attempt to take us to events. Dodgers baseball is my shit. Like I love baseball, mm-hmm. dude. So like if you're a Yankees fan, I don't know. I'm looking at you, Chris. But uh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things where um it's just like I I love going out, which is so weird because like when the whole Twitch thing happened, I was just like this is the only way I could kind of go out and out you know and socialize with Mm -hmm. people because like half of the time that's what i was doing i was at the bar i was at the games like whether they be local or big ones i was traveling um
0: dude this pandemic has ruined people that like have to live because i'm a very introvert like i can chill here and talk shit but people that can't
1: do that that have to go out uh, it's it's insane bro yeah Mm -hmm. no so i mean but yeah as far as like hobbies and stuff like that goes like i i collect figures i collect pops I have about eighty of them now. I have a couple of statues, Jesus, um, including uh, like some Legend of Zelda ones, some Attack on Titan ones, some Dragon Ball Z ones, and I enjoy movies. Like I said, I am a big uh, '80s action movie guy, and half the time that's what I'm watching. It's either Bloodsport, Rocky IV, Predator, Rambo, RoboCop, Total Recall. Like that's that's where I'm at. Hell yeah! Right on.
2: Finally, uh, wrapping up the Q&A, usually we go into our weeks just like, what have we been doing? What have we been playing? So, Eddie, why don't you give us the rundown? What have you been up to this week? Give us the details.
1: This week was madness for me because I was actually taking – I took my trip out to California. So it was very limited mm-hmm. to what I was playing was basically just Pokemon apparently i'm I'm a pokemon guy now (laughs) um i'm a pokemon guy now but no other than that like i've uh like today like i knew i wasn't going to be like streaming and i was gonna be hanging out with you guys so most of my day's focus was uh preparing for this week that's coming up which includes uh i think we're gonna go ahead and do some more pokemon i want to throw in some metal gear for sure on the gamecube i'm gonna be playing twin snakes and then I'm getting ready for Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm getting ready for Thanksgiving with uh with my brother and his family. I think that's going to be great. Um as it's the least we can do. And then just work out. Like work out as well because I know I'm going to be eating a lot on Thursday and Friday. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right? There you go. Right on.
2: Uh what is it? Am I you next? You are next. That was that was that was quick, that was short. That's perfect. That's, perfect. that's not what we're used <laughs> to.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh um... Uh No, go ahead. Go ahead. So talking about, we were talking about Mario Kart earlier. I attended a Mario Kart Eight tournament on Monday night, and since then I have cooled down. I am glad we didn't do the podcast like the night of because I think I would have said some things that I would not have liked to be aired. So, uh, but I uh, it's one of the guys from Raijin's Discord. I think it's Dom the Yeah. And I think he has a streamer name too. I can't remember. No, Dom the Kid's the streamer name. Is it Dom the Kid? Mm -hmm. Okay. They held a sixteen-person, free entry Mario Kart Eight tournament where you could win. The grand prize was one hundred and fifty bucks. Nice. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll play." And I think Zombie Hunter jumped in with me as well. I think this was probably one of their first uh, tournaments that they've done all virtually, because it late start times. That was that's forgivable. But one of the rules was the first round was supposed to be 100 cc. Uh, it ended up getting set at 150 cc, so I didn't take my first two races seriously because I thought we were going to restart. And then halfway through the four races, they were like, "No, it's going to be 150. It's fine." So I was in a very salty mood just because the way things were handled. But if they do more, I will jump back in, and I will, I will. Hopefully, they get the kinks worked out, and. Like I had talking to Chris about it because I was streaming it that night. If I had have paid money to enter that tournament, I would have been upset. Yeah, I'm like, yo, this is bullshit. Let me have my money back. Like I'm not gonna say anything about it. It was free. I didn't lose any. no skin off my nose. Uh, me and Zombie Hunter both got clicked out really, uh, really hard. So it's it is what it is. But hopefully they get some better, sh- uh, better stuff going on. So for sure. But Mario Kart Eight's still fun man I got to wear so my boy is Roy like Roy is my boy in Mario Kart so I wear my pink sunglasses and my pink bandana nice. and like I mean I kind of look like a a great value macho man is what it looks like <laughs> a true value a true <laughs> value macho man a, a, um yeah a little bit but I got the emote where I was like exclamation point Roy for the command and it would play the clip from Smash where it says Roy's our boy and uh so if we do more tournaments, uh, we can do that. We can do that again. It was really fun. And then after that stream, I think, I don't know what I played after that. It might have just been some World of Warcraft. I actually called it an early night that night, I think is what it was. But uh, I also, so I had been talking about doing a Nuzlocke for a very long time, even before I found your channel, yeah. Eddie. And But I finally got my copy of Pokemon Red in. And, and then I saw yours, and I was like, ah, shit. Everyone's just going to think I was doing it because Eddie did it. But I said, fuck Do that. Do it. And I, <laughs> and I started playing it, and we had a really good first night. We got through Mount Moon with no deaths. Chris has been dubbed uh, Swolbasaur. Because Swolbasaur. <laughs> swol- so my, bu- my Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur is, now my, Ivysaur,
2: is my favorite starter. Like, I love Bulbasaur. <laughs> He's the
0: best. Why I he's a fucking tank. Yeah, exactly. So I named him
1: I named him Anti-Chris. But it's his his AKA swobasaur. I'm laughing because like Chris is like, yeah, swivelbasaur, and he unzips his hoodie. I'm like, yo, bro. (laughs) And obviously Chris isn't wearing a shirt today. He's like, (laughs) Taco Meat
0: Sundays, is what's going on. (laughs) Swabasaur is here. no, I'm doing very basic Nuzlocke rules. I'm doing all the core rules, how they're supposed to be. And then in some of the other ones where I'm like, I can't run from battles, but I can use unlimited healing ability, gotcha. like healing items. So we went through some of it. And we, I, for my next stream, I'm doing them on Tuesdays. That's usually I usually dual stream with actually H2O from the chat. He nice. actually was doing a complete dex run of Pokemon Red, the original but apparently he's been working over the weekend and he got his Nuzlocke caught up to where I am and he's doing leaf green. Oh, so we're going to be doing opposing ones. And so far we're doing really good. I'm being very cautious. And I think that, it's going to – one crit's going to end it, bro. Like, I'm going to lose somebody. I'm going to lose Scotty or I'm going to lose – right now, Haru. So, Haru is a, a member of our community and he's our editor for this podcast. He is the Pidgeotto that is beating ass right oh, now. Oh, Bird man. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he's Bird Jesus right now. And I have – my my drill is Scotty. I, I got – I'm naming – that's what it is, man. I'm naming them after people in the Discord. Yeah. Nice. So, it makes it like – Chris is just like – and the way like I did the rule where like whatever your trainer number ended in, that's what how you picked your starter. Oh, uh, uh, okay. So one through three is Bulbasaur, four through uh, four, five, six is Charmander, Charmander, and then seven through nine is Squirtle, and then zero is Dealer's Choice. Dealer's Choice. So gotcha. I get, got to pick it. So so far it's going good, but we're we just got out of Mount Moon and shit gets really hard after Mount Moon. Yeah, and it's gonna be really interesting. That Starry is gonna
1: fuck me up. I know it See, is. I know that Starmie's gonna fuck me up. After I had my total party knockout, like, because that's when they're like, oh, hey, dude, your your party's knocked out. You have to restart the game. I'm like, no, I'm yeah, not. I'm, not I'm like, I'm not restarting this game. <laughs> so as as a tribute, because like the community has been like supporting me there, that's why I want to go ahead and keep playing mm-hmm. Pokemon. Because I was like, look, I'm bringing back the dead Pokemon. I don't care at this point. I just want to beat the Elite Four. Like, fuck them. (laughs) Like, like, I want to be. Like, this is it. We had a good Nuzlocke run, but at least we can make this a decent and a memorable Pokemon run. And beat the Elite Four. So, uh, that's why I'm just like, uh, this will probably be the final week where I'll be playing Pokemon just to get to the Elite Four and go from there.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah. There
0: you
1: go. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I
0: I don't want to lose you, Chris. (laughs) I
2: believe in you. But I
0: feel... But if I lose you, man, it's going to suck real
2: bad. The first, like, what is it, two gyms are super easy with Bulbasaur because it's rock and water. It's true. Like, that's – like, you just have to watch out for me at, like, gym seven, all right? Gym seven or the flying motherfuckers. Like, that's all you got to fucking worry about.
0: Yeah, so – but we've also – besides that – so we'll be doing more of that. I'll be probably after the Nuzlocke uh, because I'm actually – so, on uh, uh, my shitter time, that's when I'm playing Pokemon Crystal. Nice. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'll play Crystal. Crystal holds up still so well. Like I, the next one, the next Nuzlocke, I won't do a Nuzlocke back to back. But my, I will confirm it here, and chat can hold me to this. My next Nuzlocke will be Soul Silver. Nice. And uh, to be, i I'm, I'm gonna be honest with everyone right now. It will be emulated. I usually try to go for original hardware, but I'm not spending $500 on a DS capture card. We don't use, we that. Don't use that word here. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> oh, no, no, I don't give a shit. Like,
1: <laughs> Chris, I don't give a shit. I don't give, and, like, I'm
2: the hardware guy. Like, I'm the dumbass that bought the fucking $600 3DS from Europe with a capture card. Yeah. Like, I buy fuck. stupid shit all the time. I have yeah. a Polymega that's still waiting. Now you know why he gave you that donation. Yeah, like, I, I have fuck you money. Fiscally, I don't he can't do it. Anything right? Like I'm financially stable, but I'm also financially un- irresponsible.
1: So like,
0: it amazes what? me that you deal with government
1: money. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, on behalf on behalf of the, of myself and the Eddie the gaming community, we really appreciate keeping me financially stable.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, but no, yeah, I will be doing that. I have a scene set up in OBS from a long time ago where I was having like, people could watch the touch screen and the full screen and my webcam, but I'm going to get that. I'm going to redo all of that. So that'll be, but we'll, we we got to get through. We're only day one into my fire red, uh, Nuzlocke challenge. Mm, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. We've gotten with, we've gotten really lucky on some catches. We've gotten really lucky on, I'm being very cautious I'm waiting for that crit, though. That crit that I'm like, oh, I'm over halfway health. I'm okay. And then it's just, boom, crit. It's going to be a fire blast crit is what it's going to be. And I'm just going to be like, Dude, fuck that. And,
1: and that's what happened when I got the total party knockout. And we did the, uh, it was the sixth gym. And it was the psychic one. I think that's what it was, the psychic one with Koga. Yeah, uh, the, that's a tough one. The, the psychic or the ninja Sabrina. one? But was it Sabrina? No, no, no. It was. Was it
0: Foo uh, Foo? Fu- fu- What's his name? It was, Fuga? I
1: think it was Koga. Yeah, the ninja Pokemon. Oh, yeah, 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 Koga. Yeah. Ko-
2: Koga is the poison gym. Sabrina is the psychic
1: gym. So it's well, Koga is the poison ninja gym. Okay. So it's the so it's the poison one. And I was like going in there with like my Snorlax, like just dominating. And I was like, hell yeah, oh, yeah. like this dude is just like oh, like he's taking them no. like like boom one after the other, one after the other. And then Koga's like, well, I'm bringing out Weezing, and like Weezing's like dead, dead. Kill, kill, like just taking everybody out. And I'm like, okay, I've used every single Pokemon. He's only one hit away. And then he's just like, hyper heal. And I'm like, yep. Why? Why, man? I was expecting him to use explosion. I was like, why, man? And he just wiped everybody out. And I was just like, well, we had a good run.
0: That's it, man. The other thing that I've been doing this week is. I have bought a lot of modding stuff. I have found systems. I found. I have two setups. So Eddie, I don't know if you know this about me, but I mod Game Boy SPs. So this one has a brand new screen in to, in it where Sweet. it's like bright as hell and all that stuff. Well, I found a Super Famicom shell for the SP, and it's beautiful. Nice. So I ordered that. I ordered a new screen. I was I was able to talk to Kusanagi from our Discord to get his SP. I told Chris, I was like, send me your SP. I'll mod it. I'm modding shit left and right. So I actually have about three or four modding projects coming up. One of them I cannot stream. And uh, that's because it it is a gift for somebody. Oh, okay. But I cannot stream it. But the other ones I will be streaming. I'll be doing some modding. It's just really, really fun. And... uh, it's not cheap though. I'll tell yeah. you what right now, the screens
1: themselves are sixty bucks base. Well, dude, that's why I was fortunate. Now, Chris, you just recently got a modded uh, GBA, right? From a, yeah, from yeah we all got them. So, we all want them. Yeah. So, well, I technically paid for mine twice,
2: but I gambled on the first one. So, like, I yeah. got yeah. either GT's first or second uh, GBA build. Yeah, uh, it was it was the all black uh, one that didn't have the the fucking USB-C nice. thing, yeah. but fucking he was just like, yeah, man. He, he only had like $20 into the GBA mod bullshit where you have to buy tickets like every every $5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm just like, oh, oh, that's cool. And I sent them $180 like on, <laughs> on stream. I'm just like, so... We're doing the mod now, right? And I'm not even guaranteed to get it. Like I I have Yeah.
0: Technically that person could win with four votes. Yes. Modes.
1: It was it was dumb. Well, well Chris, I I'm, I'm like going through it right now and I'm like telling myself, I think when I won, you had about like probably about a 100 bucks, I think is what it was. 20 slots available that you had picked? No. Uh, Oh, uh, my God. I,
2: I had – so that was another build after, and he was about 30 or $40 away from meeting the mod, and I want to say it was right after you put in your ticket. So I'm just like, oh, fuck it. Go ahead. Do, yeah. do the mod because I wasn't going to take it. I already had a GBA yeah so i'm just like whoever i don't give a shit who wins after that but you managed
1: to to win that one dude like right after with one with one (laughs) yeah and it was so wild because like i was like dude the other person that had 20 must be really pissed off right now oh yeah and so i thought it was you and so right now when we're talking about it, i was like wait was it you because like when gt hit me up he's like yo bro you won i'm like what do you mean i won what did i win He's like, bullshit i didn't win anything (laughs)
0: <laughs> he's, you won a pretty expensive thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: legit, dude. And I'm I'm freaking super yeah. happy with this now. Like it's like, yeah, like let's go. It's like yeah, we could be like great. we could be uh, GBA boys, you know what I mean? Like purple. That's right. <laughs> GBA boys. Oh, we're like Power Rangers, yeah. There yeah. you go. Jose Kaseko. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Stupid. Oh man. But no, I have to shout out Game Tracks again, because Game Tracks has given me that spark to I was like, I'm gonna try to mock I'm I am very like Oh, I could like this exists. I could pay for it, but that I look into it, I'm like, I could fucking do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, not like downplaying game tracks or anything. That's one of the reasons why I'm not like trying. He specializes in GBAs, so I don't want to mess with GBAs. Right. I, I'm just messing with SPs. I love the SP. That's my that was my thing. I don't want to encroach on his territory or anything. I'm not that kind of person. But he did spark me, and I am looking into a Game Boy Pocket one that I'm going to do. I'm looking into a Game Boy, original Game Boy for my personal collection. Nice. So it's really fun. I, I Even as a kid, I remember sitting in class, getting done with my my work, and just taking apart my mechanical pencil and like putting all the pieces out and then putting it back together to see if I could do it. I've always just been like, like to take things apart. And this is fucking great. And I get to work with a really hot iron gun. So that's there you really go. fun too. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, yeah, but, uh, it's gonna be real bad the first time I fuck up a screen. I'll be like, "I'm never doing this again, so <laughs> but and then, other than that, I am in the works of potentially getting a pretty large retro lot from my cousin's roommate. The problem is he knows what he has. oh, that's the only problem, yeah, yeah, so. He said, I'm going to cut you a deal, like, since you're buying so much, we'll do, like, 15%, 20% off of it. But this boy's got a power glove. What? This boy, yeah, he has a power glove. He has, uh, I don't have my phone. I can't have it near me for recording. But uh, he's got old, he's got the expansion pack for N64. He's got Kirby's Dream Land 3 on Super Nintendo. That one I'm probably not going to buy Cause that bitch is at a hundred dollars. Yo, right send least. it my way, my buy it and send it my <laughs> way. I'll buy it off of you. <laughs> all right, he's got a bunch of Game Boy Advance games I'm hitting up, like you know, Sonic Advance, some Pokemon games, all that stuff. He's got a, a see through green N64, Ooh, and man. I'm like, mm, kind of want that. So, where he is basically he said he's putting up a spreadsheet uh and he's going to put the the prices that he was he's like looking at the most recent like ebay selling and i'm like bro don't do that like don't look at that so he's gonna put his prices and then send me the excel spreadsheet and then i'm gonna put my counter prices there you go because i'm not gonna take the first thing i'm gonna that's what i love about mercari i am i am nickel and diming (laughs) fuckers on mercari in a heartbeat like, I am in the process. This guy was selling a Game Boy. It was fine. Like, Game Boys, like OG Game Boys, go for around 50 bucks loose. Yeah. And he was selling it for 40. Screen was kind of messed up. I was going to mod it anyway. So I was like, bro, 32. And he comes back with like 38. And I was like, okay, 35. And he goes, 38. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> It's like I miss yeah. man. I miss the, I miss the hustle. I miss the haggling, man. I was growing up huge into yard sales. My grandmother took me to yard sales all the time. And I'm just like, yo, I'll we'll give you a dollar for this. She's like $2, dollar one50 done. Like, that's just how I work. And you can't find that shit
1: anymore. That's man. funny, man.
0: It sucks. I've gone to video game stores and they're just like 50 bucks for this. I'm like, all right, I'll give you 35. And he's like, the fucking price tax is yeah, 50. 50. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> So, yeah, you can't haggle like
1: but, like you know used to back mm-hmm. in the days, like go to the SWAM meets and like you said, like even the the um well dude it's technology. The internet just like people can mm-hmm. look it up now and be like, Oh, I have this here unless it's like you're a grandma that has no idea what's going on. She's like, I'm just getting rid yeah. of this But most of the people look it up and be like, Yo, this is worth some shit right now, you know what I mean? Like yeah. and
0: or and I don't know if you – Or the problem is they'll get like a $5 game and think it's worth like 50 Yeah. They're like, oh, it's on Nintendo. I'm like,
1: dude, this is Barbie. Yeah. Like nobody <laughs> wants this. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's, now, it's I, I got a question for you guys. Do you guys open up like collector's items and stuff like that? Or do you guys leave them wrapped up in inbox I open them up. They hit, I, I open them because I usually want to play the yeah, game. That's in So
2: them. like I got – I used to work at a game shop. I used to moonlight when I was stationed in um, – fucking marsock whatever back in nam uh, yeah i used to <laughs> moonlight at a place called fucking um game giant and i was like i worked there but i'm also like one of their biggest consumers so i'll go in there and mm-hmm. they had like this gorgeous final fantasy type 2 hd collection that they were selling for, like, $120, but it was sealed. And I sat there, and I'm just like, I know for a fact I opened that up, and it's going to cut the value in half. There is no point for me getting that. Absolutely none. Because if I'm getting older stuff, I'd rather it not be sealed. I have no problem opening it up because, like, I have the Sekiro Collector's Edition right over there. I want to show off the, the the statue. Yeah. I want to I wanna show off, like, the goodies that are inside. Oh, I opened mine. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> When it when it comes to like collector's items, t- fuck the box. Like I have the one of the little Sonic things. I have the box. I hold it I hold on to it just for like um
0: Oh, the first four yeah, figures. Yeah, the first four figure stuff. Yeah, those boxes are dope. You need to keep them. Yeah, those so boxes. I like it's My Majora's
2: mask is on the way. It's sitting right <laughs> over there, but like I'll keep the boxes just in case like on the offshoot I decide that I'm going to sell something, which I always say and never do. So yeah.
1: whatever. I keep I keep the boxes for moving purposes. In the mm-hmm. event that I have to move it or store like at least I know it's going to be in a proper yeah. place. So mm-hmm. that's the only thing. But know. the reason why I ask is, um, I picked up, and we were talking about this earlier, the Senron Kagura Peach Ball. No, is it Peach Ball? No, wrong one. Reflections. Reflections that came out digitally about a year and a half ago, for like mm-hmm. ten bucks on the Switch. Right? right, limited run was like, hey, we're going to do a, we're going to do a physical release, a, li- a limited physical release. So I had a, this other buddy of mine. He's like, bro, I'm not opening it, bro. It's going for like 200 bucks unopened. And I'm like, oh, yeah? I don't <laughs> care. Like, I bought it. Wow. I want to It has all the DLC stuff. I'm going to play it. Yeah, like, I'm not going to buy another copy of it on the Switch. He's like, bro, but that's $200. i am like, you're not going to sell it. You're not going to sell it. You you just bought a $200 paperweight. You want to have the conversation piece and yeah. be like, that's worth $200 because yeah. it's not open. And so that's where the things... Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No. And that's the thing. It's just like, with even like figures, like I'll buy like a $50 Funko Pop figure and people will be like, dude, it's worth like 50 bucks. And I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> like, you go. And they're like. <laughs> I just don't care, they Like, like no. I mean, there is limits. Like, I have the first four figures, Link from Twilight Princess, Ganondorf from Twilight oh, wow. Princess. I have those two. I'm missing Zelda, but I am not paying 700 bucks for her like i am not it's
0: the same with the r-wing for me yeah they they made the r-wing way early in production and i am not spending or fierce deity link yeah like, like that one's worth some money the most expensive uh figure i have is i got the first four figure shovel knight Ooh, i pre-ordered nice. that two years like when like it took two years for it to come out it was like 300 bucks and that's my favorite like it's so nice but the Sonic's really nice. I've got some other ones. I'll have to show – I, I got to update it in the Discord, but we have a figures and stat like a collector's oh, area yeah. where we can, you can show off your air, your
1: collections and figures and all that shit. I, yeah, I say. just actually – I got a, a Funko Pop over the weekend too. Let me – I can show this one too. Uh-oh. I got a – because, dude, like I'm telling you, I, I get them, and I, I thought this one was a good one, and I had a, a certificate. So I was like, I'm uh-huh. paying full price for this bad boy. Oh, Beastman from Masters of the Universe.
0: That's a big fucker. Dude, yeah. And and
1: I have Skeletor uh, back there. Same size, too. Yeah.
0: Nice. I got a weird relationship with Funko Pops. Uh, I do have some. Like, I have the Roadhog and Junkrat from Overwatch. And I have them signed by the voice actors. Oh, nice. Like, I went to a convention and got those signed. My wife has met Jeff Goldblum and, like, all that got them to sign it. I just don't... I used to really like them, but now I guess I'm bougie when it comes to my figures, mm-hmm. and I wanna like I want I want more than what a Funko Pop can give me, if that makes sense. Right. So I kind of don't mess with the Funko Pops anymore. Also, in the beginning, I used to love Funko Pops because they were doing merch of things that didn't have merch, but now it's just like everything in a mama. Has a fucking yep. Funko Pop, yep. man. Like, it's ridiculous. But even in that
2: in that same breath, like, that's a good thing. Because now everyone has something that they can
0: appreciate, reach out and touch that's and grab true. and
2: shit like that.
0: That's true. I just wish I would have got in on some of that Funko Pop stock. Back in the, in the, the day, yeah. Because those fuckers are making bank mm. borrow. So much. So, But that's all I've got for my week. I did my Thanksgiving yesterday. So I am, like, emotionally drained. Because... uh. My family is crazy. <laughs> my family is just drunk and just loud and just that. Like I saw Eddie's stream. I saw your stream with your family for a little bit. And I said, there's no fucking way I could get my family to do that. No way. Be I mean, like, mom would be coming in, like my my cousin that's drunk's being like, what's going on in here? And all this like, no, that I couldn't get him to sit down like that.
1: Dude, it was so funny too because like we were like talking about it and that that, that fuerte family stream just kinda I I'm still trying to process and figure out how it went so smooth because like the before of it was like my mom doesn't like that I drink I just told the story how she hates that I'm going down the same path as my dad it doesn't matter if I've lost 35 pounds right. doesn't matter if like I'm in the best shape of my life right now and still going at it if she sees a beer in hand she's like really really you're gonna be the drunk guy on stream and I'm like mom we're not we're not having this conversation <laughs> Five minutes. Not in front of my friends, we're mom. going down this counter right now, mom. Like it's not <laughs> happening. She's like, look, me she's like, Mijo, I just want you to be healthy. I'm being healthy, Mom. It's Stone Cold's beer. I gotta drink Stone Cold's beer. <laughs> <laughs> Word, I, I got it. it. I got it. That's the rule. But no, there was a lot of things and like my sister and my mom my, my sister and my cousin like were like they were like, no, yeah, like for sure. But there's just like the, the nephew, he's a kid. You can't control the kid. So he's like running around throwing things and we're like I don't know how this is going to play out. So we're just going to wing it. And it worked. Yeah, it worked. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I go, like it, Like, I, people are like kidding me on Twitter. Like, when's the reality show happening? And I'm like, there's no reality <laughs> show happening here. Fuerte, Friday. Yeah, like, hanging out with the Fuertes. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, fam. <laughs> That's
0: great. That's all I got, Chris, though. Cool. So you're up. Uh, I'll I'll
2: try to keep it brief because I think this first section's running on two hours or so
1: yeah
0: and i gotta piss like a
1: racehorse yeah, no. so. i know i was like uh, weren't we talking capcom leaks in the game awards and oh all yeah games? we're gonna hit four hours
3: <laughs> i'll got
2: i'll gotta fucking pay for it this time yeah yeah <laughs> Haru, have fun with this one
3: yeah.
2: uh today i was on episode 60 61 of the Mega Visions podcast uh we're we were talking. Are you the new Chris? I there? guess, like, I—that's where the name came from. Which was like, because people were asking me in other communities, just like, "Why do you call yourself Anti Chris? Are you a fucking Satanist?" And I'm just like, "Yes, but, but- <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, because like, Chris Powell is the editor in chief and owner of Mega Visions, and so when I became more of a more common face in the Mega Visions offices, they were just like, "Well, we got to find a name for him." And I was just like, yo, call me Bizarro Chris or some stupid shit like that. I was just Bizarro like, anti-Chris. Chris. Yeah. Because I yeah. was thinking of like – He embraced – he latched onto that shit real yeah. hard. Yeah, and there's like, <laughs> anti-Chris. I'm just like, I like it. Dope. So, took it. <laughs> but, no, nah, we were uh, – it's the – I want to say the 26th anniversary or the birthday of the Sega Saturn. So, it's a very Sega mm. Saturn-centric – Episode podcast. So if you like the Sega Saturn, this one is for you because I get to talk about a lot of really obscure fighting games that were on that console. I also reviewed, I mean, we talked about it earlier Bubble Bobble for Friends. That game is shit and you should not. You thought it was something else. (laughs) I thought it was Bust a Move. Like, they told me, it's like, hey, we got a review code in for Bubble Bobble. And I'm just like, Bust a Move? I love that game. No. No, no I don't. don't. So go That's go great. check that out. Yeah, go check that That's out great. on the Megavision's website. It, it um, was
1: so it was so awesome when he shared that too on my Discord, and I got excited too because I saw it and I was like, oh my god! Because I was thinking, bust the move too, and then mm-hmm. like when I'm reading, he's like, man, this game sucks, and I'm just like, oh, it's the other one. <laughs> I'm it's like, the, other, the other one. Thank you, thank you, because like yeah.
2: everyone was just talking about I was like, oh, bust a bubble bubble is great. I'm just like, no, it's not. No, it's not. You're thinking of busted move. You're thinking of busted move right now. You're thinking of the time when you're sitting in all the laundromats and the one MVS arcade cabinet in the corner is playing busted move because that's what you're remembering. No, it's not what you think it is. I I do like Bubble Bobble.
0: I, I am a I am a I am familiar with the first Bubble. Come, Bobble. come get this.
2: Come get this Bubble Bobble done.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> no.
2: Uh, as far as like games I've been playing, the streams took a backseat because I had to get the review in such short notice. Because I only got the review copy on Monday or Tuesday. So I had to do a quick turnaround on that. Uh, I bought Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. That game is fucking dope. It is. It's So I love the first Hyrule Warriors. Um, The second one blows it out of the water. The character, the way that the characters are built and the way that they play. Are just so very interesting. Everyone starts off with the Sheikah Slate and everyone incorporates their use differently. So like Link will take the bombs and he'll just start launching them at the motherfuckers. Whereas if you play as Impa, Impa has like this thing where if you go to use a bomb on somebody, she'll summon her other fucking, she'll do like Shadow Clone jutsu. Summon eight ver- copies of herself. You're not a big enough weeb to know what it's really. Well, like Kajuku jutsu. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I'm not trying to be that guy. But she'll summon her fucking shadow clones. And <laughs> well, they'll actually, stay- <laughs> yeah, ex-
3: <laughs> Well,
2: actually. Uh,
3: <laughs> and
2: she'll summon her shadow clones and set up the bombs near the enemy and let them blow up from behind. Zelda has another thing where I think, like, she summons bombs in strategic locations and then they blow up and it's more of like crowd control type shit. Uh, It's very, very interesting how they incorporate all of the items for the characters. Plus, I mean, Impa is just a fucking beast because her entire combat style is that as you're fighting, you want to drop a seal. And then when you absorb the seal, you get two copies of yourself. And then you do the same thing and two becomes four, four becomes six, six becomes eight, and you just start overloading on the enemy. Uh, Zelda, on the other hand, she is just straight up crowd control. She's got very short combos. However, she's very centric on like her item use, and so she's, and she's more sexy. like <laughs> and she's sexy. Like this is this is my second favorite version of Zelda, as far as far as I'm Pretty... concerned, number two best girl.
0: I mean, she wears yoga pants for God's sake. So. I'm more like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's that's true. Okay. My issue is, is that I thought that this was going to be like a true prequel. It is not. This is taking place in another universe where they actually prevent the Calamity Ganon. I'm not uh, saying that I know that for spoilers. sure. Spoilers. But I'm putting, <laughs> oh. money, I'm putting money down spoilers. on it. Spoilers. That's what they do.
0: No, it needs to be the Empire Strikes Back. Exactly. Yeah, I need to, it have, does. I it...
2: need to have my garbage-ass fucking ending where everyone dies, and then that kickstarts Breath of the Wild. But I just know it. I know Koei Tecmo doesn't have the fucking balls to do it where the hero fucking dies. I hate it. So... Hyrule no it, he, he,
1: he has to i mean that's the whole point of it this is a prequel of it right i have the game right here too i'm like dude don't tell me that bro I'm like, so, don't fucking tell me that no still play the game
2: still because it's it's worth it it's really that good but like the opening cinematic happens when calamity ganon raises hyrule castle out from the ground There's something that – and Zelda prevents Link's death and, you know, does her, like, spirit bomb bullshit and disappears. The shockwave from that throws this little robot out of a box, and he's pretty much like BB-8. He starts walking around, and he knows shit's going to hell. So he opens up a time portal and
0: jumps through, going back – Wait, is this your headcanon, or is this right? This is
1: what happens – Oh, okay. This is what I, I zoned out for a second. It's, it's... It sounds like freaking Avengers Endgame right now, honestly. Yes! And I'm like... Yes. Yep. Is this that's, really
2: what's... I'm that's what this. that's what this is. Don't take it back. It's still a good game. I'm like, taking it back. Go, Still play the game. It's <laughs> but still I'm keep, good. But, but I'm keeping the keychain. <laughs> <laughs> no, you still you need to fucking... You still need to play the game because there's a lot of depth that's been put into the way that these characters are built and it's got it's kind of got like the mass effect 3 feel where it's like you have to raise the meter for your certain providences to ensure your success so i don't know if there's a chance that you could fail i don't know that but i have a feeling that they're going to pull the end game card where everyone miraculously lives time travel. in this in this fucking timeline which i would be disappointed in but it's still
0: so then, the Zelda path is gonna be like the, well, the game path. On, is going that's be that's the, that's the same thing because
2: fucking Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors is still fucking non-canon, non-canonical. So okay. I mean, essentially, Age of Calamity would be non-canon. That's the way that I get around that wrapped up
1: in my fucking head. But Nintendo acknowledged yeah. it as a as a prequel, though, right? They said it's I, a prequel to Breath of the Wild. It is it takes place
2: before the events of Calamity Ganon and Breath of the Wild. That's how it was originally pitched to us, but when more information came out, they were saying it may not be a true prequel to Breath of the Wild as we know it. If the setting is before Breath of the Wild, but whether or not it actually falls in the timeline is questionable, Some which bullshit. is it is some bullshit. It is, like I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm making excuses for it, but it's still a good ass fucking game. So, right. whatever. It is what it is.
1: It is what it is. Uh, yeah.
2: Still gotcha. loving that. Uh, I bought Kabuki Warriors. I think Corey is the only one who knows what Kabuki Warriors is. This is an Xbox game. Yeah, that that's is, what
1: I was gonna say. Like an the Xbox game with the. the... Ex... Wow. Yeah,
2: like I, I'm a retro collector. Like I've got a stupid I.
0: You're a jank I'm also a jank collector. What you <laughs> are.
2: Kabuki Warriors is a fighting game that's based around the Kabuki theater. You play as these characters and they act out the fights on the stage. But like... I don't remember enough about it outside of I remember smashing the controller on my ass cheeks and still winning. Wow. So, um, what are you, twerking on the controller? I mean, this was, well, I was, I guess, like, 10, 15 years back. Yes, yes, I was. You're, so, yes,
3: yes, you're I was. You're the
1: kid from the YouTube video that's sticking that's, the controller that's, up his ass. no,
2: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> He's like, yeah, that, no, wait a second. Yeah, time out. Oh yeah, it's like
0: ah! time out. Ah!
2: <laughs> my heart's not ready.
0: Oh uh, my god. Oh man, that's that's fucking But no, great. I
2: bought Kabuki Warriors. I'm going to stream it eventually. I might do it this Friday because I am p- planning on going back to Friday night fighting games. But nice. speaking of fighting games, I have been whipping that ass against our friends in uh, The Royal Guardians final boss versus Discord. Pretty much anybody who wants to catch these hands, I have them for you in some fucking Guilty Gear. Everyone decided that they want to get back no into Guilty Gear. No one said anything. What's it's, that? The one, it's the one fighting game I have. No had. one said anything, and he's just
0: like, fight me!
2: <laughs> Literally how it happened. I, I bought Raijin a copy of Guilty Gear XR, and I'm just like,
0: do you know how fucking insane that is? I bought a game for this person so I could whip their ass in like, does that not but like the thing That's is, psychotic so, isn't So it? the thing is Is that he was Very is receptive
2: it? He was just like Yo I wanna play yeah, this Yeah cause it's a free game But he was just <laughs> like Yo, He's actually fairly good For a beginner Like he He is Yeah he is He, yeah, he, he is. played fairly well On Thursday And I'm just like You know what I'm gonna keep on Playing Guilty Gear Because I know Final Boss plays A lot of the weeb games And I told him about it It was like Yeah we'll play We'll play Guilty Gear But when Final Boss Plays a game It's just like Okay I'll play a few sets And then I'll stop we played until 5 in the morning, and he's just like, run it back. Run it back. And I'm just like, I've <laughs> done two first attempts with you and shut you out. <laughs> it's done. It's over. He's but just run like, run it no. back. He, he discovered Hihoon. Run it he back. He discovered Hihoon, and he was just like, yo, let's fucking go. This is an amazing fucking character. So for two oh, nights Lord. in a row. I've been up since like fucking four or five o'clock in the morning. I am dead fucking tired right now because that motherfucker <laughs> was just like, yo, guilty gear. Let's get that guilty gear in. And, and so, you guys
1: are East Coast, right? That's the other we're East Coast. Too? there's he is. I'm central. Oh, okay. I'm East so, Coast. I'm, I'm so Coast. Fucking... So It's still early for me. I ain't got to work tomorrow. I'm unemployed and shit. Let's go. Oh, I'm, about to like... <laughs> I'm about. I forgot. I tilted this thing that back. I was like, I'm about to fucking fall over. The <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
3: No, Bro.
1: <laughs> but then
2: like we started playing with other people in other communities and there was just there's this one shit kid. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be positive. That's always been my my aura. I'm usually I'm a shit talker, but I'll be nice to you, right? This kid is trying to like run that air of superiority, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm super good at fighting games, you're trash. And I'm just like, okay, let me switch to my soul. I whip this kid's ass. He gets so mad, he calls his friends to come fight me. Little do they know they're in the same Guilty Gear Discord that I'm in, and he's just like, "Oh, he's a Johnny player. He plays the best character, and I whip his fucking ass." So, but by the way, no these these kids are fucking good. Like I'm not gonna lie, these kids are fucking good to the right. point where me and a couple of other people are talking in the background. We may be doing something in the near future, fighting game related. I'd like to start doing like a tournament, uh, a multi community tournament involved i'm i'm for it i'm with it i'm trying to get that shit going you know making friends one ass whooping at a time exactly it's the only exactly. way exactly thank you chad that's the way that's how we do so
1: that that's is funny. my week yeah that, that's get, where we're at. we are We need to reenact this man like have you played guilty Gears? no well look here's a copy i'm gonna kick your ass in it now all right pretty much what and here's the thing and here's the thing Here's the game. Bend over. And, and
2: here's the thing. Fucking yeah. when I gave the game to Ryzen, I gave it to him back in October when I met him. And he was doing his like spooky Halloween type bullshit. And he's like, I'll play it next month. I'm like, OK, motherfucker, I'm going to hold you to it. And I counted down the days. I'm like, it's November, baby. It's November. When <laughs> when we play it, when we throw it hands. Yeah. So it was it was a good time. It's a good time. I'm glad I got him hooked on it because he really is enjoying Guilty Gear. I'm glad that I found a community of people who play these types of games because, like, I'm not the biggest Street Fighter fan. I'm more of like the Weep Fighter. I like Uniclear. I like fucking Blaze Blue. I Blood. like Melty Blood. I like Guilty Gear. I like all those fucking 2D fighters. King of Fighters. Like that's that's my bread and butter like so. King of Fighters
1: is the only one that I think you and I can fight in then <laughs> that's fine that's unless fine. you have unless you have Dragon Ball Fighter Z I'm bad at that game you want to, I have like a,
2: a As six. Am I. he's real bad I have As like am I. six and a hundred and twenty record like
1: I am bad like super bad (laughs) dude and no i'm the same way i am not the look when it comes down to first person shooters i am not a competitive shooter i do it for the fun the fighting Mm -hmm. is the same thing i just do it for the thrill of it i am by no means a tournament fighter or anything like that like i don't have the joystick i use the control like that's the kind and like people are like you're not a fighter because you don't use a joystick that's fine i'm okay with that title like like
0: like uh, one of the top eight zangief players made it to top 8 in Evo with a pad. Sonic Fox
2: uses a fucking pad and he's like the greatest fucking fighting game player in all of fighting yeah. games. He's like five-time fucking Evo champion. They can go get fucked.
1: So, but yeah, I'm down th- I'm down to throw hands or catch him. I'll, either one. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs>
2: I'll do it. First thing in the news, Capcom ransomware attack reveals employee info, upcoming games and release schedule. Following a massive security breach in the beginning of November, Capcom revealed that it has been the victim of a ransomware attack. In a press release on November 16th, Capcom said that it was the victim of a customized ransom attack and confirmed that the personal information had been compromised. So far, the information verified that has been compromised includes sales reports, financial information, and nine items of personal information from current and former employees. But Capcom is concerned that up to 350,000 items of personal information from customers, business partners, applicants, and employees could have also been compromised, including names, addresses, phone numbers, birth dates, shareholders' information, and even employee photos. Aside from the personal information concerns, a significant amount of corporate information appears to have been leaked online. Screenshots show a new Ace Attorney collection for the PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch on the horizon, Resident Evil 4 for Oculus VR, and a PC release for Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter Stories 2. Screenshots also detail a new project called Shield, allegedly a multiplayer shooter, while another name appears to be floating around that includes a new Nintendo Switch IP called Guillotine although details on this remain light. Another file shows the payment milestones of of Resident Evil 7 and 8 officially village, which indicates Google has paid Capcom upwards to $10 million to port the titles over to Stadia. The leak has already been fairly disastrous for Capcom, but according to the ransom note that's circulating online, it seems that not all the data has been released by the hacking group Ragnar Locker. As reported by the BBC... The group's statement suggests that Capcom has not paid the ransom for the data. The total list of leaks projects are as follows. Resident Evil Outbreak, which is determined to come out Q4 to, uh, FY21. Dragon's Dogma 2, Q2 22. Uh, Street Fighter 6, third quarter FY22. Rockman, Mega Man in the North America area. So Rockman Match, Q3 FY22. Resident Evil 4 Remake, Q4 FY22. Monster Hunter 6, Q2-FY23. Biohazard Apocalypse, Q3-FY23. Super Street Fighter 6, Q4-FY23. Final Fight Remake, Q2-FY24. Power Stone Remake, Q3-FY24. Ultra Super Street Fighter 6, Q4-FY24. And then (laughs) Resident Evil Hank, Likely Hunk, (laughs) Q4 FY24. I
1: I mean, are we surprised about Street Fighter, right? It's what they do. That makes me
2: so fucking mad that, like, I get it. I honestly get it. Like, I know that that's the way that people have, like, like, especially, like, smaller companies like Arc System Works has to make their money by re-releasing the same game, having new updates. But when you are planning... Four years in advance to have three versions of the same fucking shitty fighting game.
1: Come on, dude. Come uh, as, on. I, as as I look oh, over at my multiple copies of Street Fighter Four and Five. Um... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like no, I, like I like hey, I'm man. not gonna buy them. Like, yeah. come on.
0: <laughs> there's Monster Hunter shit in this. That's all I'm worried about. Yeah,
2: there, there's your Monster Hunter
0: Six, Corey so this is where we... yo monster hunter rise on pc fucking yes i've never played monster hunter Ooh boy yeah Ooh. yeah mm, you got a switch and that new one comes well, out in march you know the play i'm trying to get yeah, everybody PlayStation on playstation
1: 5 offers the uh monster hunter world for free now i think yes yeah so... jump in on it that's gonna be a lot different game than rise
0: is gonna be okay though. Rise is a lot more mobile. It has n- new things where you're basically, you're fucking Dante in a Monster Hunter fight is basically what it's turning yes. into. And it's great. Uh, Monster Hunter 6 is interesting. I w- But Resident Evil 4 remake, that was not a surprise. I we, think, we, yeah. We, we I think everyone was that. talking that... about,
2: yeah. I'm, I'm relatively surprised about Dragon's Dogma 2. I didn't hear anything about that. Uh, power stone remake super stoked about that i i do like me some power stone
0: you just gotta wait three more yeah, years for just that. three more
1: <laughs> uh,
2: and i love that they're giving hunk a fucking resident evil game because ever since no or, this is Hank game.
1: or or is it <laughs> here's the thing too right is there a possibility that resident evil hank is actually just like additional dlc to one of the other games resident evil 8 could very well come out and all of a sudden it's just like hey resident evil hank is actually a part of that it doesn't mean that it's going to be a standalone game all this stuff is just speculation on titles that might be released mm-hmm. you know or potentially in the works because i think everybody has been wanting a power stone for quite some time but mm-hmm. it, I'm, I'm taking it with a gray salt too like capcom releasing a power stone and possibly a new mega man game i don't well, know about it- that it's
2: it's one thing if it comes from a leaker, it's another thing if it was hacked from the company itself. Yeah. This was on the company slides. So like this some of this stuff could just turn around and be canceled. Like yeah. that's just the reality of it. But the fact that they are putting money to it, like they're 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 putting the pen to the ink, or that's not the right the ink to the paper and coming out and saying that, hey, this is a projected project. It's within the development time frame. Like, three-year development turnaround is common within fucking video game development. I mean, right. it's, it's relatively short. So, like, some of these games, at least half of them are already in development right now. That's why when we were talking about Monster Hunter World's final update with Fatalis, I'm just like, they already have a Monster Hunter in development. You can't, yeah. you can't tell. Oh, me. Yeah. And it's not Rise, because Rise seemed like a smaller game. So, I was just like, they have to have a Monster Hunter already in development. Like, this isn't
0: the end. I think Rise is bigger than what people think it's going to be, but I agree with you. They're going to need... Monster Hunter saved Capcom. Mm-hmm. Like, we cannot deny that. Monster Hunter World revived Capcom. Yeah. It's mon- It's Capcom's highest-selling game ever. And... uh Apparently, we're getting some love in the chat, which is a fucking nice change of pace. (laughs) (laughs) Feel like I'm on my soapbox on this podcast about Monster Hunter. But uh, no, I mean, what? So we have to also remember, too, that this leaked. This is a double edged sword with this leak. Yes, we got like, oh, shit, these are the games coming out. But you also have all these people that got their data leaked. Yep. And that's, yeah. that's no bueno. Dude,
1: that's the worst part about it because you're not talking about just like uh, it's international employees, North America, Japan, like all over these. Mm-hmm. It's just all that over. have their data and info leaked out there, which is ridiculous, man, because um, I was reading it was like somewhere around like the 14,000. Is that what I heard of employees? Is that is what is that what I read? Accurately? I don't know if
2: they have 14,000. Uh, I don't think I said a number, but it was it was uh, upwards to 350,000 items of personal information. <sighs>
0: Yeah. So I wow. mean
2: like it's that that's a significant number. And like I've had my data leaked like back in 2014 2015 when China pretty much bomb hacked uh OSD all like th- two 3 million people all their information out into the open. I'm just like oh that's cool. But I have bad credit so I don't give a shit. So
3: <laughs> same
0: but so then um, your credit just magically starts getting better you're like this is great this is, uh, why, why? Do people talk about data <laughs> breaches
1: this is this explains like those like hey you want to get a car no i have bad credit no you don't according to our sources you're fucking fantastic yeah. is someone paying oh, you my buy, you debt? can do a.
0: you can buy a couch now like you can rent a couch from run a center yeah yeah
1: so so just to clarify on the numbers According to this article right here, it says uh, some 350,000 individuals may be at risk of data compromise. This includes 134,000 customers who use the video game support help desk in Japan, 14,000 Capcom store members in North America, 4,000 esports website members in North America, 40,000 shareholders, 153,000 former employees, their families, and applicants, and 14,000 employees and related parties taken from hr that's That's crazy crazy. bro that's a lot he's already schooled us on our podcast that's crazy
0: (laughs) (laughs) we've never had a guest be like no you're fucking wrong well well, actually
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just glad that we finally have a guest that's just like all up in the news and being like yo no look at this because everyone is just like uh yeah, bro. You're, I'm getting my news source like, from I you. I play
0: video games. I mean, our last guy was a chef. He's like, I don't really play video games. I'm
1: well, that's why I went to grab the beer because I thought this is the segment where I just sit and look pretty. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm gonna do. <laughs> nah, nah.
2: Jump in. You're doing the right thing. I like I this. I, I wish more guests did interrupt. And you. I yeah.
3: helped.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, but like I said, it's a double edged sword. We got some information on some games that could come out. I mean, it. No Darkstalkers, unfortunately. So we don't even get a remake of anything on Bitch that. Bitch ass cowards. Uh, that's what it is. But right we're there. getting Power Stone. We got Stone. Power yeah, Stone. Yeah, but we're getting Power Stone for sure. Yeah. Which I will tell you right now Mega Visions is going to soak that shit up and mm-hmm. be like Power Stone, Power Stone. Power I'm Stone. Like, There's other news, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's basically all we got. The next one is going to be a big one. And. We're going to start, I'm going to scroll as soon as I go over to the slide, I'm going to scroll all the way down to the bottom, and we're going to start from the bottom up like we did last year. Oh, boy. So for people that don't know, last year we did a probably like an hour breakdown of the Video Game Awards. So let's go ahead. The Video Game Awards are going to be on, what's the date that they're going to be on? I
2: forgot. I don't fucking know.
0: I don't know either. Eddie's searching. So for, I'm searching. So for people that don't know, we usually skip the eSports shit. Fuck. Uh, the only one that we really stayed on was like the best one, best performance, which would be Evo. But Evo didn't happen this year. So yeah, like, fuck that category. No fighting games. So the don't e-sports, care. Thursday. Yeah. So Thursday. What we're gonna do is we're,
1: Thursday, December tenth. Thank you. Thursday,
0: December tenth. But basically, we're gonna we're gonna go through each category. We'll tell you guys what the nominees are, and we're gonna pick our we're gonna pick our personal choices. What we think is best in that category. So the first few are like eSports, best eSports team. No disrespect to any of these people. We just don't know enough about this. Yeah. So we're going to skip the eSports host. We could do best eSports game if you want to. That one is Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Counter-Strike Global Offense. We got Fortnite, League of Legends, or Valorant. I really don't have any opinion on this, but... I heard Eddie liked Call of Duty, so... Well,
1: let, let's, let's get something let's get something straight. <laughs> um, I, I like Call of Duty for the story, actually. Not for the competitive first-person shooter. I play it because... Thank you. Yeah, because I, I play it because Thank you. other... I read Playboy for the article, so... <laughs> <laughs> Moose Knuckles well, for that's everyone. That's really all I can do now. No, uh, <laughs> no, it's just, like, honestly, legit. It's one of those things where, like, I, I've always enjoyed playing call of duty for the storylines and for like the actual main story i play it a lot more now because other once you got into the streaming community like there's all the people that play it as well so i've i you know that's why i play the multiplayer now because i actually chill and hang out with them but other than that like i mean if i had to choose one between these i'm actually really surprised that fortnite is even still there like how is Bro, it'll always. Bro, Fortnite be here, man.
2: is the biggest game out there right now.
1: Cause the young kids. Yeah.
0: And ninjas back.
1: So yep. I, I, it's either gonna be I, I'm kind of lobbying for Valorant. I feel like that's gonna be the one that's probably gonna just come in and swoop it out of nowhere. Same.
0: It might. I'll go with Valorant. I'll piggyback off of you guys. Also, by the way, guys, I'm not writing any of this down. So if anyone wants to be in the Discord or in the chat, like, be like, David, rich. They said this. We might come back and visit this. Right, best esports event Evo's not on there, so fuck it. Best esports coach again, no disrespect. We just don't know enough. Esports athlete, athlete. There's no fighting games on here, so fuck it. Best debut game. We have Carry On from Phobia Game Studios and Devol- Devolver Digital. Mortal Shell from Cold Cemetery and Playstack. Raji an Ancient Epic from Nodding Heads Games. Roki. Po- from Polygon Treehouse and Phasmophobia from Kinetic Games, <sighs> I'm hands down saying Carry On.
2: No, I got to split with you. Mortal Shell, Mortal I was, Shell is okay. Super so, good.
0: what do you think is going to win? It'll be Mortal Shell. My personal pick is Carry On.
2: I don't even think that Mortal Shell would win. I think that they'll probably give it to Phasmophobia.
1: That's what I was thinking. Uh, my, I would want, yeah, I would want Mortal true. Shell to win, and I feel like Phasmophobia is going to be the one because it's Phasmophobia became one of those craze games. Like Fall Guys, mm-hmm. Among Us, and now Phasmophobia, so yeah. I, I feel like that. W- Fuck that game! <laughs> and and I don't like that. I don't like And, that game. <laughs> and the fa- and here's here's the interesting thing. Here's the interesting thing about it too is that Phasmophobia is technically the only one that's still in beta. Yeah,
0: that is true. Yeah. But carry on for me. It's just the thing, the game, and you play as the thing. Like that's what I love about it.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, Carry On is a super cool game. Like me, I'm I'm a Soulsborn lover. Yeah.
0: So, like, let's not forget too that Carry On had to get their Switch icon changed because it looked like a vagina. <laughs>
3: <So>. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's true. No, like me personally, I'm more of the fan of of Mortal Shell. But I I am like 90 percent sure phasmophobia is going to take it just because it has that cultural appeal right now like everyone is fucking playing it so
0: yeah i, I mean phasmophobia will win but my personal would be carry on mm-hmm. and to be fair i did not i have not played or heard anything about raji or Rokin. neither have i yeah so they could sweep in this one's interesting content creator of the year we have Eddie Foray. Son of a bitch. <laughs> no. I'm like, he's going to fucking uh, say my name. I'm like, don't. <laughs> we ha- Okay, so for real, we have Alana Pierce, uh, which I believe is now with Sony Santa Monica. That is correct, yeah. J.N. Lopez. I don't know J.N. Lopez. Nick Merckx. Tim the Tatman. And Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Sorry. The only two I know are Alana and Tim the Tatman, and I'm pretty sure the only reason Tim the Tatman is on here is because of his Fall Guys stuff. But I could be wrong. He could probably be putting out really good content.
1: Honestly, I 100% agree with you. Um, I've known of Alana for a couple of years, and I've yet to catch one of her streams, but I know more of Tim the Tatman because of Fall Guys, and I think that is the reason why mm-hmm. he's here. So, okay. Alana – like I,
2: I lean more towards alana pierce because like Alana i like alana alana has been working with inside gaming for before that, before the that ign she, yeah she was with ign before that uh, and i forget where she's she recently went to a big name publisher for their east their their e content i don't remember what it was uh, she posted it on her twitter but you know it is what it is
0: mm-hmm. uh, I, I just know Sa- sony santa monica that's all i know
2: yes there you go I because she's doing like uh, she's doing writing for Sony Santa Monica now.
0: Yeah, she's writing for the games. Yeah, so
2: that that's what it was. Uh, I default to Alana Pierce. She is incredibly intelligent. She yeah.
0: she's fucking hilarious. Yeah, too. she's she's pretty
2: kinda... fucking funny too. I'm very happy yeah. to watch her her career skyrocket the way that it has. So I mean, like that's yeah. that's, that's that's the anti Chris choice. I don't know who the fuck these other that's motherfuckers
0: are. Tim the Tatman was the guy that was like. He was like the big streamer that couldn't get a crown. So, like, he was like, what was it, like 12 days he couldn't? I mean, H2O still hasn't gotten one. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but he's not Tim the Tatman. So, <laughs> but. Yeah, I would go with Alana. I like Alana. A lot, so here's the thing is, I don't know enough about the other ones to really give a, an opinion, but Alana Pierce has never given me a reason not to like her Yeah. or not oh, to. Well, she's a delight.
1: No, she's without. a delight. Absolutely. And yeah. anything that she does. Because a lot
0: of people are going to be like, look at these simps for Alana. I know that's Damn right. right. Damn away.
1: fucking right. <laughs> damn fucking damn right. right. So...
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, we're going to go. <laughs> H2O says I'm better looking than Tim. Uh, I haven't okay. seen you naked, buddy. So... <laughs> I don't know that yet. All right, next category. Uh, best multiplayer. We have Animal Crossing New Horizons from Nintendo, Among Us from Inner Sloth, Call of Duty Warzone from Infinity Ward slash Activision, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout from Mediatonic and Devolver Digital, and Valorant from Riot Games. This is going to be a
1: tough one. Nah. I think I think it's uh, Among Us 100% just because of the pop like, culture, like, the pop culture. I don't know, man. Fall Guys, too. Fall Guys at a point was, and Among Us just came in and killed it. That's the thing, is that Among Us, like, literally, it, Among Us, you can play on your phone. You can play on PC. Like, you can interact with the Discord. Fall Guys, it's just, like, PS4 and PC whereas it wasn't a cross-play. You had to have it on the respective no. system to play with other people. And not a lot of... I know a lot of people did not pick it up for the PS4, or a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't play with the people on PC. Among Us has that advantage. And I feel like Among Us just came in and swept that multiplayer because everybody's playing it. Anybody can play it. Anybody can have a good time or a bad time for it. It just... It, it, my only counterpoint
0: to that, my only counterpoint, and I don't think it's strong enough to dispute what you just said, but Among Us has been out a lot longer than uh, Fall Guys has. Among Us has technically been out since 2018. Right. And, but Fall Guys was able to pull in that amount of traffic and still holds a lot of traffic for a game that's not even six months old. So that's my only argument with that. Also, we could probably not even know what the fuck we're talking about because Horizons is going to win it. Yeah. Because so, <laughs> everyone, quarantine helped the Switch so fucking yeah. much.
1: Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, yeah. Like it yeah, literally absolutely. did. Chris, what do you think?
2: I, I was leaning towards Among Us, one, because of everything that Eddie said, two, Like, of all the guys here, like, I think it would be so fucking awesome for Inner Sloth to take it. Because Among Us, like, nobody expected Among Us to fucking blow up. Like, nobody knows how Among Us blew up. Because, like you said, it's been out for two years. But then, like, the entire fighting game commentary community starts playing Among Us every single fucking Saturday.
1: And it's uh, the funniest shit. There was a big streamer. There was a big-name streamer. I can't remember his name. He actually played the game first on on stream and that's what get like garnered traction for among us like he just like played it one night or a couple of nights on stream and then people started word of mouth and twitter yeah. and all that shit Rubber Ross
0: is huge into it now yeah mm-hmm. Rubber Ross does VR among us he does proxi- he, there's a mod for among us that's called proximity chat and apparently that makes the game amazing too I want to address something that the chat said uh, Zombie Hunter said fall guys has too many hacking issues that is no longer a case With the uh, Season 2 update, they have implemented the anti-hacking stuff. That's a lot better now. Nice. So, personally, I would like Fall Guys, but we don't know. This could be Among Us. It could be – I think it's going to be between Among Us and New Horizons.
2: I don't know. I think that Valorant can come in from behind and take it because Valorant's just – You think so? Well, it's the fucking – the shooter. It's the fucking Riot Games shooter. I mean. Like, regardless of what anyone says, like, we are all focusing on, like, uh, Among Us and Fall Guys. Valorant is huge. Valorant is getting to the point where it's starting to compete with LOL. So... Mm. That's
0: true, but we also have to see what the category itself says. The category says for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. So, ba-
1: based, I don't know, based off of that description that you're talking about, Fall Guys is really like the worst one out of the group because it's you're your being running around trying to get to the goal. It's point A to point B with obstacles in the way. You really want to talk about like yeah. I- like interesting design and core gameplay and stuff like that. I mean fall guys is a game of luck we don't want a game of luck we want a game that you can actually like win right it it's we'll talk about that later (laughs) we can talk about
0: that offline because i can get into a conversation with that because i have another friend that's also like you that says that they're like this is just a luck based game and chris i can also believes that could say that it's not completely luck. it's not completely luck there's some skill involved there is some stupid assness. It's mm-hmm. got its own physics. No, 100%, I'll tell you that.
2: <laughs> but there, there's definitely a level of skill that's involved with that game. The way that you first yeah. play it the first time is not the way that you play it like 10, 15 games in, which is not the way that you yeah. play it 100 games in.
0: Right. I mean. That's true. So, so All right. So, But we would like to see Among Us out of this, right? I
2: personally would want to see Among Us take it. Yeah.
0: Okay. We'll go with Among Us on there. Next one, best sports-slash-racing game. Oof, I don't know much about this one. Tony Hawk. Uh, we
1: have Dirt. Tony Hawk.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, except for that one. <laughs> Tony Hawk. <laughs> All right, I'll run, th- I'll run through them real quick. It's Dirt 5, uh, F1 2020, FIFA 21, NBA 2K21, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Tony Hawk. Tony
1: Hawk. Yeah, I, I, I agree Hawk. with Tony Hawk.
0: Even the chats like Tony yeah. Hawk. <laughs> I mean, Tony Hawk was the one that none of these games. I don't, I don't know enough about these games, but I really don't feel like they brought anything new to the table. Mm-hmm. Tony Hawk brought a bunch of new shit to the table. Yeah. All right, next one: best sim slash strategy game. We have Crusader Kings three from Paradox Development Studio slash Paradox, Desperados three from Me Me, Me Games and THQN. Gears Tactics from Splash Studios, The Coalition and Xbox Game Studios, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator from Asobo and Xbox Game Studios, and XCOM Chimera uh, Squad from Firaxis and Two K. Chimera. Chimera. You think so? did I say it wrong? That's,
2: that's how it's pronounced,
0: Chimera. Did he say it a wrong? Metal... How do you? How can you say Chimera but you can't say the sometimes? Because <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm from New York hey (laughs) sorry yeah uh flight simulator is gonna take this one i i
1: I, I agree it got big on twitch i agree with flight simulator just because it has so much traction it's like the first one since like 92 or 94 or something like that Mm -hmm. like like it's like the flight simulator and it's unfortunate because sometimes i feel like a lot of these categories are more into the hype thing and legit the troll factor that people are like yeah flight simulator that's what we're gonna that's why people voted for kanye because they just wanted to troll the fucking people, you know. Dude, I mean? I'm in a state where he got
0: four thousand votes. So,
1: <laughs> like, we're like talking. Like, yeah, sure. we're here talking about the rest of the, of the next four years of our country, and people are like, "Yeah, Kanye." <laughs> like, yeah. come on, dude. <laughs> I didn't even know the XCOM game existed. That game
0: is not good. It's not great. Okay, that's why I didn't know about. It's it. not great.
1: <laughs> but I mean, X XCOM C with me, I feel like it's one of those multiplayer games that's been around for such a long time already too what does it really offer kind of ran its course yeah like exactly what does it really offer now um and i don't know the the, any of the other three so like i said based on based on what i've known and what i've seen people have been talking about flight simulator more than these other games in my opinion yeah
0: i'm curious too because our predictions were pretty close last year if I remember correctly. I'm not going back to listen to our podcast because that's stupid. So, <laughs> but anyway, Chris, do you have anything else about this category? No,
2: like I only know one person that played Crusader Kings 3. He very much enjoys it. But like, I didn't even know that there was a fucking Gears
0: Tactics coming out. I did. I don't even know what Desperados, I, let alone 1 and 2.
1: I didn't even know Desperados 3 was out. Mm-hmm. I only know the Desperado movies. So. Gear Tactics, yeah, though, is something that just recently came out. Like, I want to say it was this year, uh, maybe even a couple of months ago. Yeah, November 10th. It was really? a couple of days. Well, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It was released for Windows on April 28th of this year, but then it was released for the Xbox okay. One and Xbox Series X, S, whatever, on November 10th. So, Got yeah,
0: you. okay. Sure, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah,
2: sure. That's fine.
0: All right. All right, next one. Next one's really interesting. Next one is best family game. Uh we have Animal Crossing New Horizons, Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. I'm sorry. Animal Crossing New Horizons from Nintendo, Crash Bandif- Bandicoot 4, it's about time from Toys for Bob and Activision, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout from Media Tonic and Devolver Digital, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit from Velen Studios and Nintendo. Microsoft oh, I'm sorry, Minecraft Dungeons from uh, Mojang, Double Eleven, and Xbox Game Studios and then Paper Mario: The Origami King from Intelligent Systems and Nintendo. You know what I'm going to pick?
2: And it's not going to win, but you know what I'm going to pick? I'm going I'm, I'm going to go with Paper Mario.
0: That's really? What I okay, cuz you played it. He
2: played it. I played it. I I en- even though I have my issues with it, I enjoyed that game very very much. Um, But I have a strong feeling that it's
0: going to go to Animal Crossing. Hold on. The category says for the best game appropriate appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. Uh,
2: Then Paper Mario doesn't belong on there because you need to be a fucking. Neither
0: does Crash. Yeah, neither does Crash. You, you, it's not a family play. Like when I think of family game, I think of like Mario Kart. Mario Kart, or some other Smash shit like Brothers. That. Yeah, yeah, Mario Kart. So, I
2: think they're also like looking at like cute mascots, like that can be considered a. Yeah, family I think that's game. what it is.
0: Like if you were to go with an actual family multiplayer game, Mario Kart's like the only fucking one. Because the other one, like Animal Crosses, you got that's like people with multiple switches. So he, mm-hmm. he, he,
1: well, here's here's my take on that. Here's my take on this we do live in a world where what defines a family, right? Like, I think we're thinking like, oh, family, kids, and stuff like that. It could be a husband and a wife, or husband, husband, wife, wife, whatever, you know, whichever category uh, they fall under. And Animal Crossing can very well be that, because I've known multiple people that have multiple Switches at home and multiple copies of Animal Crossing so they can play together. So, yeah. I know people that bought these strictly for animals. Yeah, products. so that's what I'm saying. However, I feel that Fall Guys is probably going to take this one because it's cute. <laughs> like it's just like Fall you Guys say, is yeah. not cute. Yeah.
0: No, those little bean bags. You shut your mouth. <laughs> They're adorable. No, what I'm saying is uh, just like it's just not based in a on world that.
2: where this exists. Okay.
0: Don't show me things that I don't want to see what are we looking at shut up that's not canonical (laughs) oh shit yeah that's not canonical uh personally i would want to see crash bandicoot 4 win because i've heard that game's really good toys for bob is a good company we personally know someone that's worked on the game and i don't know i still need to play it i think it's on sale on amazon for 40 bucks i need to pick it up that's not bad but i would like that one i think animal crossing or fall guys is gonna take this one
2: yeah it's I'm leaning more towards animal crossing.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I would, like I would want animal crossing to win, but like I said, I think it's going to end up with fall guys. Okay.
0: Next one. All right, here we go. Chris, best fighting, not even game, just best fighting for the best game designed primarily around head to head combat. So our first nominee is grand blue fantasy versus by arc system works, Psy games and XC. We have Mortal Kombat 11 ultimate from nether realm studios and WB games. Street Fighter V, Champion Edition from Dimps and Capcom. One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows from Spike Chunsoft and Bandai Namco. And then we have Undernight Inbirth EXE. I'm sorry. Let me get this right. Undernight Inbirth EXE. Late CL-R from French Bread, Arc System Works, and Axis. Just call it
2: Uniclear. That's what we've defaulted it to. I I have no idea how One Punch Man landed on this fucking list.
0: That game because you needed an anime, like absolutely no anime. That's like fighter. last year
2: when they threw in uh, Jump Force.
0: I'm just like nobody likes Jump Force, or it's like throwing in the my one of the my hero games. They have to have a like. Oh, I know One Punch Man, something like yeah, that. Because so, yeah,
1: ultimately this could have been like your nominees are Street Fighter V. Ultimate Street Fighter Five, Super Street Fighter Five, Street Fighter Five, the championship Arcade Championship edition. Deus Ex Machina Edition, and you're like, nah, bro. So, what's bullshit is Street Fighter was
2: on this list last year. Yep. Yeah. So here, here's my, here's my deal. This, this is, this is the analysis. Okay. If coming from the fighting game community, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate is not doing well. Nobody likes the game. Nobody's having fun with the game. It's actually having very low numbers. As far as like hardcore FGC, I know that there's going to be other people that were just like, Oh, I'm Mortal Kombat for life. Hey, that's good on you. As far as like crowd reception, MK11 is not really that high on people's lists. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus had one of the shakiest uh, introductions earlier this year. They recently released season two. It's not doing all that great either. However, as far as a fighting game, it's introduced um, a lot of accessibility options. They're borrowing a lot of stuff from uh, Super Smash Brothers, where uh, the way that that fighting game operates is that all of your specials are on cooldown, and you have the option of either putting in the input to execute those, cool, those specials, or you press a button and a direction, and at the cost of a longer cooldown, you can quickly throw that shit out there. It's a fairly easy, very grounded fighting game. And I know that we've talked about that in the past street fighter mm-hmm. five champion edition is right now. They're in the middle of their online CPT. Like the cha- the, the world championship is coming to a close where they're getting ready to have their top 32 players from around the world and championship Edition also... is, is very, very successful from what street fighter five vanilla was. And then Undernight Inbirth right here. That is the underdog that game is, is so well like polished. It is so good. But the thing is like nobody knows what UniClear is. You have to be like the sweaty FGC anime nerd
1: to know what Uniclear is. I know is. that
0: guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like And his name my is choice. Anti-Chris. Oh no.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone has their own picture of that guy in their yeah. head. exactly. Well, actually. Uh, my
2: choice is uniclear out of all these games the the game that has been the most consistent and the most fun in my opinion would have been a toss-up between street fighter 5 and uniclear and i'm gonna give the edge to uniclear what i think is gonna happen is that it's really gonna come down to either mortal kombat 11 or street fighter 5
0: yeah i agree with that
2: and aftermath did not sell that well It sold, but it did not sell that well. Not the numbers that we saw from
0: Street Fighter V Championship Edition. I think it— Championship Edition is—or Champion Edition is definitely the best version of Street Fighter V. Yes,
2: it's very, very good. I think who's going to end up taking it is Street Fighter V. However, I think that Mortal Kombat 11 has a chance to take it. I think the wild card here is uniclear, but even in that list, it's number four. Grand Blue has a better chance yeah. of getting it than than Uniclear.
0: I I would like Grand Blue to win just because I like the aesthetics and how it looks and all that stuff. But I agree. I think Street Fighter Five will take this.
2: Chat. No, we did not get a Guilty Gear this year. We got an updated Netcode for Plus R, and next year we're seeing Strive. So.
1: Well, Grand Blue well, Grand think, Blue Andy? is the one, I see, I, I think that's what uh, Chad is uh, confusing, because I thought there was a Guilty Gear game, but I think it's Grand Blue that came out instead of Guilty Gear. Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, like I said, I think it's going to come down to both Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter Five. As much as I want to say Uniclear might be a contender, I have no idea what that game is, or never heard of it until mm-hmm. now. Exactly. and 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 I and I'm going to play the sympathy pa- factor here and because Capcom is going through all this shit right now Street Fighter 5 is going to get it. Yeah.
0: All righty, next one. Oh, Corey, you
2: don't have an opinion?
0: Oh, no. I said I said I would want Grand Blue Fantasy, okay. but it's probably going to be Street Fighter 5. Okay. Uh, ooh. ooh I already ooh, ooh, saw that. This is a bit. There's a big <laughs> category right here. Uh, best role playing. Uh, first nominee we have is Final Fantasy 7 Remake by Square Enix. We have Genshin Impact by Miho Mihoyo. We have Persona Five Royal from Atlas uh, P Studio and Sega. We have Wasteland Three from In In-Zile, uh Deep Silver, and we also have Yakuza Like a Dragon from Ryuga Got- Gotoku and Sega. Who's good? This is going to be a Final Fantasy Seven. That's what it's gonna. I don't. Be. I don't know.
2: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So here's. So here's the thing. Uh, I'll just kick it off. Go ahead, RPG, um, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Final Fantasy VII remake, huge fucking game that came out in April, and it got a lot of fucking eyes on that. We know that there's a second one coming out. A masterclass in subversion, as far as that game is concerned. Not a true remake, and like. I mean, I talked about it when it came out when I gave, like, my audio review on it. Fantastic fucking game. In the same breath, Genshin Impact is fucking huge right now. Absolutely yeah. fucking massive. Everyone is fucking playing it. It's, it. Some people are saying that it got the gotcha uh, mechanic down right. So I can see Genshin Impact because of the hype that it's getting right now definitely being a contender for that. Persona 5 Royal... Persona 5 was was the big name during the 2017-2016 Game Awards. Persona 5 is a huge game. It's still big in Sega. They are bringing yeah. all this extra support and spinoffs for it. However, I think that people are a little bit personaed out. Like, the Royal— It's run its course. Yeah, P5R is very, very good. And it should have been the game that we got three, four years ago. But when compared on the same stage is. with Final Fantasy VII Remake and Genshin Impact, I think that it's yeah. gonna get overlooked. Wasteland Three, get that shit out of here. That doesn't belong up here. No idea what that yeah, is. Yeah, I, uh, I neither do I. My personal choice, my personal choice <laughs> is Yakuza Like a Dragon, and that's even which is crazy because you absolutely fucking loved remake. Yes, like I, it's it's really hard for me. And, like, it really comes down to whether or not I beat Yakuza and how I consumed the entire story because I'm very – I'm in the early steps of Yakuza Like a Dragon. But Yakuza does not give a shit. It doesn't fucking care. Like,
3: (laughs) whatever your
2: fucking, like, JRPG – formula is yakuza throws that shit out the fucking window because yakuza takes a beat-em-up game that has like years and years of history on like how it built itself to it's the point that it's at and it's like yo fuck this shit we're going to jrpg route get the boys from atlas in here we're fucking doing this and they create a
0: fucking masterpiece i would i want yakuza to take this but i really feel like and chat brings it up too is we've had final fantasy seven for years Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is just like and you and remake isn't just a fresh coat of paint on it it's a lot of reworking a lot of time that was put into it but yakuza brings some shit to the table i've never fucking seen before so yakuza does not fucking care and i love it yeah but I honestly
2: think that if we're going to go down to who's going to take it, it's a toss-up between Final Fantasy VII Remake and Genshin Impact. I think the advantage goes to Remake here because Remake has the
1: Nostalgia card in its hand. Yeah. And it's
2: Square Enix. So, I mean, we'll see. And it's see, beautiful. E- e- and it's gorgeous. E-
1: here's my take on the whole thing. Um, being that I, the only game I've actually played in this right now is Persona 5. Um, Immediately, that's what I go to. But at the same time, I think you're right, Chris. Like we've already been Persona out so much, like there's just so much of it going around that it's just kind of sick. <laughs> but um, like, yeah. Persona Five,
2: it by itself, and Four came out yeah. on PC, but like Persona Five itself was a hundred hour game, and yeah. then this is just adding to it. To it, yeah. You remember
0: when Brett had to do a a review of it? He's just like, I need some time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My
1: my thing with Final Fantasy VII, like you said, we've had it around for such a long time. And the thing that upsets me the most about it is that we it's not even a complete game. That's the thing that upsets me the most about it. Because next year, we're going to be having this conversation again. And it's going to be Final Fantasy VII Remake Episode Two that we're going to be talking about. So I feel like it doesn't deserve a win for it right now. I think Yakuza should win because of the actual like genuine aspect of what it is to the RPG community. But unfortunately, I feel mm-hmm. like Genshin Impact is going to be the one that's going to take it because it's available on all platforms for free and everybody's mm-hmm. fucking playing that game. And I I animated and I have I have <laughs> a big gripe against it because I was following Genshin Impact before it became a thing. Like I was been following it for like 2 years. And then once it like became like it came out and all the streamers were streaming and I'm like I have no interest in this game whatsoever anymore like and they burned it out mm-hmm. for me. I would like Yakuza to take it, but I feel like it's going to be Genshin Impact.
2: I I can I feel that now with your comments on Final Fantasy VII Remake, I understand where you're coming from. Have you played it? I know that you have it, but have you played
1: it? <laughs> He's knocking shit. Over. I know, like, oh shit! <laughs> He's this fits great. Don't, <laughs> don't <destroy laughs> yes, I do have it. I do have oh, it. Wow. Yes. Okay. But have you played it yet? I have not played it. I'm playing it next month during my RPG month for December. Okay. <laughs> so, here here's what I'm going to say. Shameless plug. You may, you may
2: <laughs> feel that, you know, it it's just it's just the first part of it's the it's the first disc and not even the entire first disc. What I'm telling you right now is that it is not the same game. It's one it's it's te- retelling the same story but they're twisting it now. Mind you, it's
1: not the same game. Uh, mind you, here, here's another interesting aspect, mm-hmm. and this is why I'm telling you why. This is my opinion, and it's a, it's a very out there opinion. I never beat the original Final Fantasy VII. Oh. Okay. So to me, like once I play this, it might change my opinion completely. Because I'll be honest, I don't even remember Final Fantasy VII that much. So it's, it's a, a new game, game essentially. <laughs> because I, the RPGs that I grew up with were Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI. Skies of Arcadia and like Super Mario RPG would be like the ones that I my top four RPGs that I would put up there, okay. Um, and Final Fantasy VII was just one of those I didn't have a PlayStation, I had a Nintendo 64, I had a friend who had a PlayStation, fair enough. So I would play like that copy from time to time, but I never got around to beating it. But like I said, if we're talking about something fresh, something new, something that changes it. I just feel like Yakuza should be the one, but Genshin's gonna take it because of its popularity. It's the whole Among Us yeah. Fall Guys, you know, syndrome. Yeah, I'm with you with that. Yeah.
2: I I, I, but understand I want Yakuza to win. I want Yakuza to win.
0: <laughs> I think we all do, so. All right, next one. This is a big this is a big one too. Uh Best Action slash adventure. First up we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla from Ubisoft Montreal, Ghost of Tsushima from Sucker Punch and SIE. We have Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales from Insomniac Games and SIE. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps from Moon Stu- Moon Studios and Xbox Game Studios. Star Wars Jedi: Fallen Order from Respawn and EA, and The Last of Us Part Two from Naughty Dog and Sony Interactive Entertainment. God damn Sony, we got three games on here. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: This is tough. This is this is a tough one for me, and
0: ah uh, fuck, man. Fuck Ori. I'm tired of hearing Ori. Ori is good. Get <laughs> out of here. I know, but everything is like Ori. <laughs> Ori's
2: great. I don't... Here's what I'm knocking off. I don't think that uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is going to take it, and I don't think The Last of Us Part Two is going to take it. Those two... Assassin's Creed Valhalla was well-received, but it's not on the same level as the PlayStation games, and it's not on the same level, or fan-wise, as Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Last of Us Part Two got a lot of backlash. Boy, did it. It got a lot of backlash, but the critics did like it a lot. However, I think that that one's sitting more on a slippery slope. I think what it's going to come down to is the gameplay in Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man's Miles Morales, and maybe, and this is what I'm voting for, maybe Fallen Order. Fallen Order is really, really, really good. But yep. one, it's a Soulsborne game, and that is not accessible. It's not
0: an easy game to yep. get into. Two, because people see Star Wars, they buy it, and then they're like, "Fuck this game." Yeah, it's it's a difficult game. It's an outstanding
2: fucking game, but still, it's it's still a Soulsborne. It's not easy to get into. Two, Miles Morales and Ghost of Tsushima are just that fucking good. The huge too. and that I can't really choose between the two of them. Because, like, the level of quality went into both these games.
1: Uh, Eddie, what are your...
0: I can't, I can't give a diff, definite one either. I'm just see, like, god damn, both of those games uh, are see, so See,
1: here's, here's the thing, is that um, I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. I played Ghost of Tsushima. I have Miles Morales. I haven't played Ori. I've heard of Fallen Order. And I played The Last of Us 2. Unfortunately, I feel like The Last of Us 2 is going to take this one. Two of these games are the same thing. Valhalla and Ghost of Tsushima are the exact same game, just different settings, different enemies, but it's the same structure. Fallen Order, like you said, is a bloodborne souls game, whatever, and which just turns off a lot of people. Unfortunately, Ori is just a very independent game that it doesn't matter if it comes from whatever studio it is. It just doesn't compare to all these other titans right there, that would be the surprise if it takes it. Miles Morales is an yeah. expansion. And like the chat said, it people like it, but they don't love it because it's technically a short game in the same city with nothing to offer except a new character, some new scenes. It looks great, it plays phenomenal, but I just feel like the Last of Us Two is that like Sony like poster child, and it's just people yeah. were so hard on it for it's... you. Like like you got your peoples that hated it, but you also have the masses that like it's one of the best things ever. And I'm like, dude, that game sucked in my opinion. Like I was like I did not like it. <laughs> You're not the only one I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, so no. I just I just feel like The Last of Us Two is gonna come out here because it's just got that traction. So
0: I think I think Ghost was gonna take this one though. I think it will. I will we'll see. Uh, yeah, I would like Ghost, but I think the last. That's the of thing Us- is I don't. I only want to watch it now for our predictions. I don't even want to watch it because they're fucking cringe. Yeah. I want to wait until the it's over to see who won. I yeah. mean, that's what happened with Celeste, too. Like, I'm not knocking Ori out completely because Celeste dominated the year it came out. It won almost every fucking category it was in. And people are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and it was deserving. But I don't know. We'll see. What else we got? Hold on. All right. All right, all right. Here we go. Game of <laughs> the year. Best action. Oh. Yeah. Best action. We have Doom Eternal by ID Software and Bethesda. We have Hades oh from God. Super Giant Games. We have Half-Life Alex from Valve. We have Neo Two from Team Ninja. And we have Streets of Rage 4 from Dot Emu. This is a tough one for me.
2: Okay, so what I think is going to win is Doom Eternal. Yes. What I would like to see win. Now, me, again, I'm a Soulsborn guy. I want to see Neo two. Take it. I know it's not going to happen. It's just not. Like, the fact that last year I think that um, Sekiro won Best Action Game was, like, blew my fucking mind.
0: Yeah, we didn't see that one coming.
2: (laughs) Was it Best Action or Best Game? It was one of the two.
0: I don't remember. It was one of them, yeah. Anyway,
2: I would also like to see Streets of Rage 4 take it. I feel like Hades is more of an RPG. I think it's misrepresented on this
0: list. No? No. No, I don't. No, 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 no. no. I, as a guy that has played uh, many hours of Hades, it is an action game. Okay. Uh, I what I want to win, like the underdog, would be like the underdog here. In my opinion, is Streets of Rage. Beat 'em ups are usually underdogs, but this is such a good beat 'em up. Mm-hmm. Like the minute I played it, it was automatically in the top five beat 'em ups in my in my list. Do I think it's going to win? Highly unlikely. I think it's gonna come down. Excuse me. I think it's gonna come down to Doom Eternal or Hades, and out of those
1: two, shit, man. No, dude. Which
0: of my children do you want me to love more? No, like I, that's the thing. I, I,
1: honestly, honestly, I agree with you, man. I I feel like Streets of Rage just elevated the beat 'em up genre to a whole different level. It did. Like, it. it and I, this is coming from like not the biggest Streets of Rage guy. Like, honestly, I'm a Final Fight guy. Like, that's what mm-hmm. I always like stuck to. You, but Streets of Rage. Like legit became a a top contender. Like I bought that game twice. That's how good yep. it was. You know, I was like, damn. I have physical. I have digital. Yeah. So it was the same thing. Um I I think though that Hades is gonna take this one. I think Hades has just gotten that traction where it is that action roguelike game that people are talking about right now. Yeah. And it's it's different. It genuinely is different. I mean, a beat em up is a beat em up no matter what, and you can redefine the series, but hades is just uh one of those games that people are do you haven't played hades you gotta play hades they're like oh hades is amazing played we, it the day it came out yeah like mm-hmm. i love the shit out of that game it's super good you see and and this is coming from the guy that doesn't play hades and doesn't le- even thinking about playing hades but it's just what people mm-hmm. talk about and i've seen it. it looks good it's just not my type of game um right i i would either go with doom or streets of rage 4
0: I think, yeah, I, I can agree with that, but I, I think it's going to come down to Doom Eternal or Hades is what it's going to come down to, to the two main contenders. And out of that, sadly, I think Doom will take it because Doom is such a big game this year. Yeah. And I come, this is coming from a guy that I fucking love Doom Eternal. A lot of people that I know didn't like it. I have some mixed, I have some weird feelings on it, but I like it. Hades, I love. Streets of Rage, I love. So, I don't know. It's It's going to be interesting to see this, so. Next category we have, oh, this is an interesting one, innovation in accessibility. So the uh, for people that don't know, the description on this category is recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. So our nominees are Assassin's Creed Valhalla by Ubisoft Montreal, uh, Grounded from Obsidian Entertainment. Hyper Root from Tribe Games, The Last of Us Part Two from Naughty Dog and Sony Inter- uh, Interactive Entertainment, and Watch Dogs Legions by Ubisoft Toronto. I do not have an opinion because I did not play these games. This is just a weird category. I get I mean, what
2: I, mean, I get what they're trying to say, but it's weird to hear that coming from the software rather than the hardware. Because a couple years ago, like Microsoft came out with that that controller the accessibility controller i know there's an actual name for it but like people who are disabled can now you know play the games with yeah, ease I yeah. saw that. because that was they pretty cool. you know the the two wide discs that control the movement and whatnot and the buttons however with this i didn't play these games i don't know in what way that these games fall into this category so i have to with I,
0: I don't really know either.
2: I,
1: I agree, it's the same thing. It's just like I don't know what accessibility they did in these games to make it accessible to the people that are trying to play them. So, if I had to take a guess, yeah, like Chad said, it would be Grounded. I because that's the only one that Grounded see- did something different, yeah. So, I don't know, we'll see. Cool, yeah. best VR/AR.
0: oof I didn't play any of these games. We have Dreams from Media Molecule and Sony Interactive Entertainment. Half-Life Alex from Valve, Marvel's Iron Man VR from Camouflage and Sony Interactive Entertainment, Star Wars Squadrons from Motive Studios and EA, and The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners from Skydance Interactive. I believe Star Wars is going to take this hand down.
2: I don't know. Um,
0: Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people really liked Half-Life
2: Alex in VR. I think Half-Life... Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. So, like... For the best game experience playable in VR. I didn't play any of these in VR or AR. I played three of these in non-VR. I played them traditional, analog, whatever you want to fucking call it. Dreams is really fucking weird and entertaining and insane. Half-Life Alex, it's fucking Half-Life. Like even though it's not Half Life Three, a lot of people like it's it. It's still fucking Half Life, and everyone was just like, yeah. "This game is fucking bonkers. It's amazing. It's like the first VR game that people actually want to play." Star Wars Squadron <laughs> is also very very good, but in the same breath, it's all it is is like the the X Wing Tie Fighter. Like it's it's Star Wars mm-hmm. Tie Fighter all over again. Just really really well done. So honestly. If I'm going to pick any one of these, I'm going to put my money on Half-Life Alex. I want Dreams to win. That's what I want to win. But outside of that, I still don't really have that much of an opinion on this
0: section. I don't have an opinion at all on this section. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't really have much of an opinion on this. But if I had to choose based on the fan base, Half-Alex wins. Rogue Squadron is second because I heard... It was a toss up with it. You either loved it or hated it, mm-hmm. and honestly, I heard more yeah. negative towards uh, Squadrons than I did Half Life Alex. So yeah, my money's on Alex.
0: I, I I could I could agree with Half Life Alex just because of the fan base alone. So uh, best community support we have Apex Legends by Respawn and EA, Destiny Two by Bungie, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout by Mediatonic and Devolver Digital. Fortnite from Epic Games, No Man's Sky from Hello Games, and Valorant Riot Games. I can say that I have followed the community support of Fall Guys, and it's an amazing community support from what I've been seeing. Like, just their Twitter and how candid they are with updates and, like, addressing community issues and stuff like that. I would have to go with fall guys, but I also don't know enough about the other That's games.
2: That's the same boat that I'm in. I don't know. I don't follow any of the other games. I automatically default to
1: fall guys yeah yeah I, I agree with uh, what Chad is saying that fall guys win this one due to the Twitter account for sure
0: <laughs> yeah their their social media account is amazing mm-hmm. like the Oliver I think is one of the guys that does he's not behind the full thing, but he works with it. Amazing. Like, they're doing community streams nonstop. I mean, they're part of... They're doing big tournaments nonstop. They're corresponding with uh with, uh with streamers for, like, tournament payouts and stuff like that. So, I'm going to give Fall Guys this one. I believe everyone else is agreeing with that. Cool. All right. Best mobile game. Oh, boy. We got Ooh. Among Us from Inner Sloth. Call of Duty Mobile from T- TMI... Timmy Studios, and Activision. Genshin Impact from MiHoYo. Legends of Runeterra from Riot Games, and Pokemon Cafe Mix from Genius Son... Son Genius. So there we go. (laughs) Sonority. There we go.
2: Uh, I want Among Us to win, but I have a feeling Genshin Impact's going to take it.
0: I agree. I agree. I I agree 100% on this one. Runeterra might give some uh, a run for the money, but... No, I got that mixed up. I thought this was the Witcher game. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was the Witcher card game. That's oh, Gwent. Gwent. Yeah, Gwent. My bad. My bad. So, yeah, uh, I want Among Us. Genshin, they'll take it. So Best indie game. Fuck. Best indie game. <laughs> we have Carry On from Phobia Game Studio and Devolver Digital. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout from Mediatonic and Devolver Digital. Hades from Supergiant Games, Spelunky Two. I'm sorry, yeah, Spelunky Two from Moss Mouth uh, LLC, and Spirit Farer, Spirit from Thunder Lotus Games. Hades, hands down.
1: How is Among Us not on here? Because
0: because it's in all, every other category. So- <laughs> <That's true. laughs> no, I mean I I get also, what you're saying. also technically it it's these games released this year. I Got think so, uh, Among Us technically didn't release this year.
2: In that same breath, yeah. why would Among Us then qualify for all the other slots that it got? I, I I get what you're saying, Eddie. That's true. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh from this list, uh yeah, Hades. Hades. Hades.
0: Yeah, Hades. It's gonna it's gonna be a toss up between Hades and Fall Guys if there is a competition, but it's gonna be Hades. Yeah. Even though I even though I really like Carry on, but Alright, Best Ongoing. This is uh, awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player's experience over time. We have Apex Legends from Respawn and EA, Destiny 2 from Bungie, Call of Duty Warzone from Infinity Ward and Activision, Fortnite from Epic Games, and No Man's Sky from Hello Games. If Monster Hunter World had any more going on, they would have won this category. Marie. I have no idea on this one whatsoever. I don't play any of these games,
1: so I mean I don't I don't Call of Duty is the only one that I, I do play. But if I had to make I, I mean I don't know. Um Apex, Destiny, and No Man's Sky seem to be the ones that lately have revamped a lot for their community and providing different kind of content for it. Like I know yeah. No Man's Sky and Destiny Two, a lot of people are getting back into it right now because they've like overhauled the game or so they say. Warzone <laughs> or or Call of Duty, it's just the same thing. It's just, I don't feel like there's enough to kind of justify it to even put it in this category. And same thing goes for Fortnite. If I had to pick between No Man's Sky, Destiny 2, and Apex, I feel like it's going to be Apex. Honestly. I can see Apex taking Chat. it, but I, yeah.
2: I want to lean on No Man's Sky for the meme. <laughs> I will always support No Man's Sky. It's everything that I wish it was, because it's not, but keep the dream alive. <laughs> One day. One day we'll get it. It's there now.
0: (laughs) I don't really have an opinion on this one. (laughs) Oh, man. Games for impact for a thought-provoking game with a uh, pro-social meaning or message. Uh, We have If Found from Dreamfeel, Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition from Cardboard Computer, Spiritfarer from Thunder Lotus Games, Tell Me Why from Don... don't Nod Entertainment, Xbox Game Studios, and Through the Darkest of Times by Paint Bucket Games. I played one of these games and I hate tell me why. <laughs> I'm going to go with Kentucky Route 0 because it reminds me of KFC. <laughs> I hate
1: you. What's the uh what's the description on their Games for Impact? Uh for
2: thought-provoking uh, game with a pro-social meaning or message. So like last year I want to say that it was gotcha. Soccer Hearts or Sayin' Hearts that won it last year and it's supposed to be like reflections on like social things that are going on. So like Sayonara hearts was a very pro female pro LGBT style game. I played it. I thought it was okay. Like gameplay wise, it was very simple. Like you're this chick that's riding on this motorcycle. And then there is, it's, it's a very arty game, like very artistic style game. Like it's, it's
1: a, it's a rhythm based game too, right? Yeah.
2: Sort of. Yeah. So like, I think I have it on my phone or on my Switch. I don't remember. It's okay. All these other games. So these are usually the games where, like, I hear about them and I'll eventually go find it. But I don't have an opinion on it outside of I fucking hate Don't Nod and I hate Tell Me Why. Because I also don't like fucking um, Life is Strange.
0: Life is Strange. Not a fan of
2: that. And I did play uh, Tell Me Why. And lo and behold, I didn't like that shit either. So... Yeah. I'm gonna to have to pass on this one.
0: I'm a pass on this one too. I don't know anything about. Yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't know much about it. The only two games I have heard about are Spiritfarer and Tell Me Why. And if I had to make okay. a guess off of that, I'd be like, it's gonna be Tell Me Why because that's the one people were talking about the most. Mm-hmm. But gotcha.
0: Yeah. All right, boys, we gotta speed it up a little bit because we got some more. We got a lot more categories. So go ahead. All right, we got best performance. Uh, we have Ashley Johnson as Ellie in The Last of Us Part Two. We have Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part 2. We have Daisuke Suji as Jin Sakai from Ghost of Tsushima. We have Logan Cunningham as Hades from Hades, and we have uh, Naji Jeter as Miles Morales from Marj- Mar- Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. I think Abby is probably going to take this one because of the controversy maybe.
1: Like, uh, yeah, I agree. I think Abby's performance was pretty top. I mean, if anything from The Last of Us that I got is that I I really did grow to like Abby a lot as a character. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would like Miles Morales to win it.
2: Yeah. So here's the thing. Who I think is going to win, I think Laura Bailey is going to win it. That's just – it is what it is. However, right. uh, when they say Daisuke Sushi for Jin Sakai, I don't know if he's the Japanese voice actor or the or the English voice actor for this game. And I play I, – I don't like it when – I hear an English dub for something that's so supposed to be spoken in Japanese. So I don't right. know if Daisuke Sushi is the one that's actually fucking.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like you need to do some personal research.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, sounds like a personal problem.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that Laura Bailey is going to take it. So that's really yeah, all I can say. Really I think say so. About that. I would like uh, Najee uh, Jetter to get it, though. Okay. Yeah. All right. Best audio design. We have Doom Eternal from ID Software and Bethesda. We have Half Life Alex from Valve. Ghosts of Tsushima, Tsushima from Sucker Punch and SIE. Resident Evil Three from Capcom and The Last of Us Part Two from Naughty Dog and SIE. Keep in mind, I'm going with Doom. On keep this in mind, one.
2: this is not music. We are not
1: counting. I music. know. We're talking right, about right. like
2: the you know. Weapon reloads, sword clashes, punches, 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 all that that bullshit. Yeah, the the wind
1: blowing, all that stuff. Yeah, I would go with either Doom or Sushi on this one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I think that I'm gonna go with Sushi. That's the 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 sound design in in Resident Evil Three I've heard is really good too. It's fucking terrifying, but I don't think it's on par with the other. It's not. I've I played Resi
2: Three. Like I love Resi Three, but it's not on the same level as either
0: Doom or Sushi. Chat says, I think every shot, reload, punch felt great in Doom. Yes, I agree mm-hmm. with that. You felt it. Like, when you did Blood Punch, you fucking felt yeah. it. It was great. Best score in music. Hey! Doom Eternal, composed by Mick Gordon. Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, composed by... No- Nobu Usamatsu. And read the rest of those two, those three. <laughs> Masashi, those Hashi, uh, <laughs>
2: Masashi Hamuzu and
0: Mitsoshio and... Suzuki. Okay. Hades, right. composed by Darren Korb. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, from, composed by Gareth Cocker. Coker. Cocker? Cocker? Uh, the Last of Us Part 2 composed by Gustavo Santa. Eddie, take this one. <laughs> I can't even
1: read the name. What does it say, Gustavo? Oh, it's, uh,
0: Gustavo Santaolala. Santonia. <laughs> okay. And uh, additional music by Matt Quayle. Mac Quayle. Uh doom or remake on this one i'm gonna go with remake
1: i'm gonna go with remake too yeah honestly i want doom but it's gonna be remake i think it's gonna be remake. and honestly look i don't care what anybody says the last of us two, even the score the soundtrack was overrated it was the same thing as the first one with a little bit of extra twang in it i'm not sold on it's it t- final t- fantasy little guitar twang yeah <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, I mean there's some controversy around the Doom Eternal soundtrack and we've covered it before, but that soundtrack is still fucking good. But the music in Final Fantasy games is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So
2: I I have a little bit of connection to the Last of Us Part Two music. I'm a big fan of Sean James. He's the one that did the Ellie song. It's it's fairly good, but no, honestly,
0: it goes to remake, so it's it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Best art direction. Uh, we have Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and Last of Us Part Two.
2: You cannot convince me otherwise that Ghost of Tsushima does not take this, and that's my vote as well. The Ghost of
0: Tsushima should take this. the by a The
2: Kurakawa um, filter that you can play the game through is Beautiful. is amazing. So Ghost of Tsushima all the fucking way.
0: I agree. I would say remake second, Hades third.
1: Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that, but for sure. Uh... Ghost of Tsushima takes this one for, like you said, the Kurosawa filter, the Japanese dialogue, the overall aesthetic of it. Yeah, hands down, has to take it. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: All right, best narrative. We have 13 sent- Sentinels, Aegis Rim, written by George uh, Kami- Kamitani. Final Fantasy VII Remake, written by that crew. Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not even going to say the sub ones anymore. Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. Ghost of Tsushima. Remake.
2: You're going to go with a remake? I'm going to go... Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, remake is up there, but Ghost of Tsushima's story
0: is fucking fantastic. Mom and dad are fighting and they're telling me to make a decision. So. No, my, 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 <laughs> thing,
1: my, my thing about it is, like, you got to talk about the narrative, and honestly, I feel like Ghost and The Last of Us... Well, Ghost at one point was very extremely great with the narrative, and it slows down after the second island like too drastically for me. Like, I felt like it was more of a chore trying to get the game done than actually finishing it off um by enjoying it the last of us 2 is is the same story told from two different perspectives and honestly i felt like it was just dragged and dragged and dragged and dragged once you started playing as abby final fantasy 7 like i said it's just it's final fantasy 7 it goes back to the whole nostalgia factor that you guys were talking about and from what i've seen and from the brief what i've barely played it seems a lot more story driven and more narrative um in that one compared to the other ones that's that's me
2: I can see it going both gotcha. ways. Also, I don't want to discount the story that Thirteen Sentinels Aegis of Rim has. Yeah. That is very, very strong. It is very good. However, I haven't played enough of Thirteen Sentinels yet to really know everything that's going on. So the the world right. building is there, but I, I don't have enough information at the end of the day.
1: Which is interesting. That game actually just went on sale on Amazon for like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you
0: go. I'm um, like I said, I best narrative I'm going to go with Ghost of Tsushima, but I think Remake will take it. All right. Best Game Direction. We got some familiar faces on here. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half-Life Alex, and The Last of Us Part Two. So for listeners, Best Game Direction means awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. I'm going to go with Tsushima. I think Tsushima on this one too. I think Tsushima would go with this one. The combat style and the design uh, in Final Fantasy VII Remake is very different and nice, but Ghost of Tsushima is better. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. I agree. Alrighty. Game of the year. I agree with yep. that. Game of the year. We got Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Among us. Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> Hades, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and The Last of Us Part Two. I think it's going to come down to Remake or uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. Doom's going to be a strong in there, too. These are all These really are all, solid choices.
2: Yeah. These yeah. are all, really These are all great
1: contenders.
2: If I'm going to go with one or the other, game of the year-wise, like, recognizing the game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields, I think that Ghost of Tsushima fulfills that honestly i can see the argument though for the other games but more so with ghost of Tsushima than the other games
1: right so see i think i think ghost of Tsushima should definitely take it but goes back to the whole thing i feel the controversy and the build-up that the last of us two had that's mm-hmm. going to be the reason why it takes it it could yeah i don't want hopefully, it yeah hopefully the it.
0: judges yeah because we also have to say too i mean we can vote on this so we have to think on like how the community is going to vote yeah so uh, I want the underdog here, which is Hades. I feel like out of all of these, Hades is the underdog, even though that's weird to say that because Hades is such a good fucking game. I would love to see Hades take this. It would be amazing if to Hades take took this. I don't think it's going to happen. No. I think it's either going to come down to, I don't know, there's four pretty solid choices. I would say Ghost of Tsushima and Remake, Last of Us might get in there because of the controversy and the hype and the build up, But I think Doom could be there, too so because i mean people fucking love doom it's really good so i don't know this is the category that i'm going to be the most excited about yeah so but again if you guys want to watch it live i think what did you say eddie uh december 10th december 10th, 10th. 10th. 10th yes december 10th you can go watch that probably on what fucking
1: i mean it's on youtube it's tv on. or whatever yeah you can find it on tv's YouTube, on a yeah. run yeah. Anymore.
0: Yeah. i don't know i don't have k I've, I've had cable in years so <laughs> yeah. it's on youtube you know
1: it's it's gonna be All on right. YouTube and there's gonna be other like like I said, GameSpot, IGN, Polygon. Twitch streamers will probably
0: be, or there'll yep. be some kind of Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. So. Yep,
1: and uh, from four p.m. eight p.m. Pacific Standard Time, December Thursday, December tenth. Yeah, hell gotcha. yeah.
0: Gotcha. All right, our last news article that we have for the day is uh, Nintendo orders cancellation of Smash Bros tournament over mod use. Nintendo has blocked an independent Super Smash Bros. tournament due to the organizers' use of mods and, according to the platform holder, illegal copies of the game. The Big House is an annual U.S. Smash Smash Bros. fan convention that has been running since 2011. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, the 2020 event was set to take place online, running from December 4th to the 6th. The tournament was set to focus on Switch title Smash Bros. Ultimate and fan-favorite GameCube outing Smash Bros. Melee. The latter launched without a- online functionality, which means the tournaments often have to rely on Dolphin, a GameCube and Wii emulator with fan-made modifications. One such mod is Slippy, which was released earlier this year and improves the online infrastructure in a way that makes it smooth, smooth enough for competitive matches. The Big House intended to use this, but Nintendo of America issued a cease and desist order to block the event. Quote, we were informed we do not have permission to host or broadcast the event, primarily due to the usage of Slippy, the team uh, said in a statement via Twitter. Sadly, all our competitions are affected. We are forced to comply with the order and cancel the Big House online for both Melee and Ultimate. Refund information will be sent shortly. We apologize to all those impacted. In a statement to Kotaku, a Nintendo spokesperson said the company, quote, appreciates the love and dedication, end quote, for Smash Bros. among the fighting game community, and highlighted that not only has it partnered with various tournaments, both online and offline, in the past, but will continue to do so in the future. Unfortunately, the upcoming Big House Tournament announced plans to host an online tournament for Super Smash Bros. Melee that requires use of illegally copied versions of the game in conjunction with a mod called Slippy during their online event. Nintendo therefore contacted the tournament organizers to ask them to stop. They refused, leaving Nintendo no no choice but to step in to protect its intellectual property and brands. Nintendo cannot condone or allow piracy of its intellectual property. That is... It for the statement on Nintendo. This statement incur- incurred the ire of the competitive Smash community, which many top players starting the hashtag movement hashtag #Free Melee and taking to Twitter to post their thoughts. Slippy creator Bobby Scar, let me pull this up for everyone to see. So in uh, he 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 said, in this time of social isolation, a nearly 19-year-old game called Super Smash Bros. Melee connects a community of tens of thousands of people worldwide. We created Slippy so we could play the game we love online, but once again, business threatens to destroy that uh, what we've built. This isn't the first time our humble community has come together to do something incredible, only to attract unwanted attention from corporate lawyers. Our last major run-in was in 2013, after we contributed over $96,000 to Breast Cancer reserve. But thanks to an outcry from people on Twitter, Reddit, and everywhere else, Nintendo went back on their decision and allowed us to share our game with the world at Evo. Thanks to people like you, 2013 was one of the greatest years in Melee's history. Smash commentator Ludwig Ogren says, Now announcing LAX 3 Charity Edition, a $10,000 event with the winner picking which charity the money goes to, all played through Slippy Online coming to you next month content creator Gimmer or Jim R the fact that i've e- i'm even afraid to say something right now shows how uh, shows you how messed up this is we've dedicated 10 plus years of our lives to this scene they made millions off our blood sweat and tears we've done it all while feeling like we have targets on our backs former champion Armada says of all the shit from Nintendo This takes the prize. It's a global pandemic going on, and Nintendo once again wants the competitive scene to suffer. Is it too much to ask that people can play and compete in games from home during this time? Gerald Lee of Core A Gaming. Imagine running the joy of so many people depressed by a global pandemic by shutting down their brilliant solution to play the game safely with others from their own homes. It really seems like Nintendo of America doesn't care about them. And former champion Joseph Marquez says, remember this when you buy their shitty Pokemon game for the hundredth time from a legal point of view. Nintendo does seem to be holding all of the cards here and thus the prerogative to allow or disallow an event like the big house to run with a modded version of the game is ultimately their decision. Sadly. Yes. I agree with that final one. Uh, All of the legal points are in Nintendo's favor, but this is super fucking shitty
1: of them to do. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. No, I think it's uh, completely fucked up on Nintendo's part, but it's also Nintendo yep. doing what Nintendo does. And I mean, it's unfortunate. Like, yeah, people are just trying to find a way to, you know, make ends meet with everything that's going on in the pandemic. But ultimately, what it comes down to, it's their property. They can do whatever they want. And we just got to do it. You know, it's, it's, it it's,
2: it's weird because you can't tell me that Capcom doesn't know that Fightcade exists. You know, no, yeah, they—they. They, they you can't tell me that SNK knows that you can get pirated versions of fucking uh, grow and play that shit online. They don't do anything about it. Why? Yeah. Because they don't make money off of it. And even in Capcom's case, uh, Max was saying something along the lines of they still released the 30th anniversary collection, and people still p- bought that game. And even though it has the, the worst netcode, the fighting games community still went out of their way to support the game. Nintendo is trying to stop a 19-year-old game that they have no support on on any of their platforms. And there's only two ways for you to play it. You either download it on Dolphin or you buy it for a Nintendo GameCube. Those are the only two yep. ways that you can play it. Slippy is not even a mod to the game itself. It's a mod to the Dolphin emulator, right? And it's not illegal for you to make backup copies of your games. It's not. I understand that Nintendo has the authority to go ahead and do this, but it's not like you're making a remastered version of Melee on your fucking Switch. You're not. And even if we were to look at that, would you be able to do a one-for-one recreation of melee onto the switch no you can't we already saw how the 3d all-stars collection for super mario came out that ge- that game is absolutely fucking garbage we know that you're not going to be able to do it. just let them do their thing they're still buying copies of ultimate nobody melee is not a threat to ultimate
0: no no in no way yeah i agree so with that. it's just shitty like this is this is like like Eddie said, it's Nintendo doing what Nintendo does best—absolute fucking garbage. And the, and
1: I and, and then the the thing about it, the worst part about it too, is honestly, is like I feel like it's one of those things where because Nintendo didn't think about it, they want to put a stop mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if it's because it's not something that came from their R and D, you know, group or whatever. It's just like That's somebody else shit is doing that. No, that we can't with have the
0: Evo that stuff. And then the community was like, "Fuck you, Nintendo." And Nintendo was like, "Yeah, never mind."
2: I don't know. I yeah. I still. I wish that they still would have went with it. Because at that point, what can you really do? Are you really going to take the big house to court? Because that's that puts Mint. a black eye on you from the fighting game
0: community. Who plays Who your plays game. plays your fucking game.
1: Not just but, Melee, it plays your new one as well. So, But I mean, if, if Nintendo is willing to do that, I mean, if Nintendo's willing to do all of this right now, then I'm pretty sure they're the type of company that's going to be like, yeah, we're taking you to court. Like, we don't yeah. care. And you have, don't have to not wear there's... a
0: face mask while you're there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> was... There
0: you go. Anyway. All right. That's all we got for the news, man. All right. Let's that's close things
2: got. out. We got some questions coming in from the Scrub Lords on the Scrubverse Discord. Uh, kicking things off, number one, zombie hunter. So my dad is looking at a new laptop for the kid to use remote learning. But the ones he's got is starting to shit the bed when it comes to the video call slowing up the machine. Uh, he looked up and found Razer laptops. I told him that he's just paying for a name when it comes to that, and I referred him to a cyber power CD, PC myself. Since I'm familiar with them, do you guys have an opinion on where to shop or what would be the preferred best laptop brand parts, etc. without spending $3,000 like Razer is asking? I did not know that this was the IT uh, podcast.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, the answer is no, I don't, because I go look online, I find the most expensive and most powerful parts, and I buy those. I am not the budget man. Don't talk to Dude, me.
0: <laughs> like... So I spent a thousand dollars on my Predator uh, I don't even know which Predator Helios three hundred. That's a gaming laptop. You wouldn't need that if you're just what what do you say he needed it for? Video calling? And that's mm-hmm. it? Like normal things? Like not gaming related? Nah, yeah. Bro, you can spend like Black Friday's coming up. If you can wait until then, find you a good one that's like around six hundred or eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I
2: bought my wife a, a, a HP laptop that has the fucking touchpad bullshit. Uh, it's it's fine. It works great. I don't have an answer for you.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Chat says I cyberpower PC is 600 dollars at Best Buy right now.
1: Sweet. Yeah. See, like if you if you're just using it for like the basic of stuff, yeah, then something like that for 600 bucks is definitely gonna be worth it. I mean, I just recently purchased my laptop not too long ago, and it's one of those. Uh, it's the uh, HP Omen. Yeah, um, I, I had
0: that before this one.
1: Yeah, and dude, it's like, I mean, like, for what it I don't even use it for gaming. Like, honestly, the reason why I got a gaming PC is just because I just wanted to make sure that it ran everything else accordingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't, like, I rarely do any gaming off of this system. Um, so, yeah, if it's just for like basic video calls, emails, Netflix, and the regular cat videos, then fucking. Yeah, dude, I wouldn't yeah, spend over 600,
0: yeah. $600 for something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. He wants a powerful gaming one because it was the internet says just one. Yeah, nah, nah, don't go with that. Don't go with all that yeah. shit. So. All right. All right, what's what's old Scooty say? Uh,
2: Scotty says, while it's not on the same level as Resident Evil Revelations, the typo in Capcom's leak leading to Resident Evil Hank had me <laughs> laughing all day. What would a King of the Hill Resident Evil game entail?
1: <laughs> that's funny. Uh,
2: I'm I'm gonna say uh, that it's gonna involve a lot of Dale running around screaming, "I told you so!" Throwing pocket sand, pocket sand. sand at zombies. <laughs> Uh, it around, or these...
0: Dale would be Dale would be the ultimate evil. <laughs> like he would be the he, yeah, <laughs> he's the main antagonist. <laughs> hell yeah, that's funny. Bobby's hunk, Bobby's Hank's hunk. Leon. Hell yeah, <laughs> I,
1: right. I mean, it, it's it's gonna be yeah, uh, Resident Evil Handkill Edition: The Search for Bobby. Right, like that's what it's yeah, yeah, be. yeah like, He'll be trying, like that. or
0: uh, no, yeah. search for Lady Bear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, there you go, search Lady, for Lady Bear.
0: Lady oh. no, no the the, the dogs. It's like. <laughs> like He's like, "Why do you want a video game, Bobby? You have Lady Bear." <laughs> Dang it, Bobby! Yeah, that that brings up the the Super Saiyan Hank uh, gifts are some of my favorite. Oh, couple, where he's yeah. like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so
2: RPGs seem to be trending more towards building the story through cutscenes and lore in the first few hours, less about total gameplay until a few hours in. For instance, I heard one preview for Cyberpunk 2077 has it being slow for the first eight hours, then but then after the introduction, it really kicks off. Is this a bad thing or a good thing in your opinion?
1: It's a bad thing. It's a terrible thing, in my opinion. <laughs> I zoned out for me. I gotta reread it. (laughs) (laughs) No, in my in my opinion, honestly, it's a bad thing because it really I feel like it takes away from like being immersive into the game. Like if I wanted to watch a movie, I'll just watch a movie. So if you're putting a lot of cinematics and a lot of other shit that just like takes hours upon hours to get to the point. A prime example is Alien Isolation. People, like, in my opinion, is one of the most boring intros I have ever played in a game that I can't even get past the intro because I get so tired of it. Um, it takes, like, somebody told me it takes about, like, 15 hours into it before the game really picks up. And I'm just like, I'm not going to play a fucking game for 15 hours before I decide if I'm going to like it or not. I'm going to judge it within the next freaking 30 to hour, 30 minutes to an hour. You know what I mean? So it just... Unless it's very entertaining and intriguing, I'm going to give two shits about it.
2: That's that's the Fair whole enough. thing about world building. If you're able to make the first eight hours, albeit be very slow world building, if you're able to make it entertaining and you're able to make me give a shit about the characters that I'm interacting with, then more power to – that's fine by me. I prefer a slow burn. Over something that blows its load real quick, because then I'm gauging how long is this game actually going to be. And then if it continues to expand from there, one example that I can give is Tales of Graces. Tales of Graces like throws you in to everything within the first like two to three hours and then just expands and builds on there. But then I'm sitting there, I'm just like, okay, but what's like the backstory between this character and his brother and his childhood friend? Like why you're just giving me these vague explanations and these very brief cutscenes in the background. And I really don't give a shit about what you're saying. So it's 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 a delicate balance. You have to be able if you're going to do it slow, you need to be able to hook me in and be there for the entire ride. If you're going to do it fast, I need all the facts up front. And I think like, yep. Action games do that relatively well. I mean, when you look at, like, um, Asura's Wrath, I, I know I lean on that every now and then quite a bit. God but Asura's Wrath, you, <laughs> you know within the first hour why all the other deities are fucking
0: assholes. 100 per fucking cent. And when he rates Metal Gear Rising Revenge, it starts off pretty hard, too. Yeah, so. and when
2: you go in and you're, you're facing off on, against all these different gods, like, you know that the fucking rage is there. And, like, he wants to fucking rip these people's throat out. So you got to be able to build the world properly with me.
0: I mean, even God yeah. of War didn't take that long to build. No, Smith.
2: it got straight to the point.
0: Yeah. It did a little bit of building, a little bit of history of why why the boy even exists. Mm-hmm. And then you have your first, uh, yeah. what is it, you fight against Boulder? Boulder, yeah. Balder, Boulder, yeah. You balder, fight yeah. that and you're just like, oh, I can't kill this guy. <laughs> like that's his whole shtick. Is like he doesn't yeah, die. Yeah, then
2: he just fucking <laughs> so, yeets him into a mountain.
0: Yeah. Yeet. Yeah, so yeah. no. Nah. I don't want to watch a movie, man. I want to play a game. If I wanted to watch a movie, like I'd watch a movie. Get this shit going.
1: I'd play Middle Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. What? Yo, I
2: love that fucking <laughs> game. I don't care what anyone
0: says. He loves it so it's, much. But I just remember it's a movie. what's the loading time? Like when you're or the download or whatever. It's like snake smoking a cigarette for like
2: yeah he smokes like his cigar it... for the next 30 minutes
1: yeah because yeah, it takes forever to download that shit <laughs> installing the game yeah you're like yeah it's like damn snake make me want to pick yeah no solid
2: unit shit. says you leave mgs4 alone I- i'm with you oh there he goes he's that. running the chat i'm the metal
1: i'm the metal gear fan i'm telling you i'm the metal gear fan too and i've played that game multiple times but it's probably my least favorite. I'll play Sons of Liberty. oh thank before I play at that least one. someone else recognizes
2: okay. that Sons of Liberty is fucking trash yeah anyway uh h two o happy dude asks, thoughts on hungry boxes uh, Whoa, hey, hey
0: now no, let's not go into this one. We'll skip this one okay,
2: that's fine. uh with the amount of Pokemon love between myself, Corey, and Eddie. I've got to mention this a first edition box of base one at the Pokemon TCG sold at auction for $360,000 with a PSA graded 9.5 first edition Charizard from that same set sold in 2018 for $260,000 question for Eddie since I remember asking Corey and Chris about this in earlier podcast episodes what is your gaming bucket list that you would want to get but you know in fact you wouldn't be able to pull the trigger on and get albeit NWC gold carts and the like
1: for example. Honestly, the one game that I would uh, that comes right off to mind would be because uh, uh, I, I, I'm a collector, but I don't really collect in that sense. Like I don't need to have a complete in box game or anything like that. But if I had to choose one, if I had to like, I needed to be complete in box sealed and all that good stuff. Chrono Trigger oh, yeah. for the Super Nintendo.
0: <sighs> yeah, you're gonna pay that good would be money one. on that, too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Chrono Trigger for the Super Nintendo would be the one that I would be like, yep, that would be the game that I would want to... You wouldn't open like, that I one, right? Give, <laughs> I would not. Actually, you know what? That's the thing. I, I probably would still open it. I'd be like, yeah, I just paid 2000 bucks for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? No. Yeah, no, that, that that would be the one that I probably would not open up at all. I'll have it like put in one of those little cases and everything yeah, just yeah, because... Yeah. I, there's there's you can emulate it mm. you can buy it on the ds you can buy it on the playstation yeah. like there's so many a pc steam whatever but yeah having an actual legit like super nintendo mint copy of that I'm, yeah 100 yeah. and then i'd buy I'm another open copy. at um
2: <laughs> sealed sales that went for chrono trigger right now the last sale was this year in august it sold for 1900 dollars Hey, two thousand. He wasn't he far not off. not far off.
0: That's fucking <laughs> yeah. nuts. This man's been looking this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I have. All right. right. So
2: uh, that that's it for our show. Eddie, what are you up to Whew. this week? What do you, what is your plans are for this week?
1: Uh. This week, like I said, I will be streaming, uh, Monday through Wednesday, taking, actually Monday through Friday, taking Thursday off for Thanksgiving, I plan on playing some own Pokemon, uh, Elite Four, um, and throwing some Metal Gear while we're at it too, of course, off stream, I'll be playing some Call of Duty, maybe some NBA 2K, and then that's pretty much it, that's all I got going on for me, I'll be posting up some stuff on my Instagram and socials, with all my figures and stuff that I've been getting,
0: and, uh, yeah, cool. and That's on all I got. Uh, on yeah. all your social media and Twitch, it's Eddie underscore Fuerte, right?
1: You can you can find me in, on anything, pretty much Eddie underscore Fuerte, including nice. my OnlyFans. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he was going to throw it in, Yeah, Incl- including my OnlyFans. All right, Chris, yes. what are you doing?
2: Uh, I've got the new schedule out. Uh, Monday, we are continuing the Sonic the Hedgehog tier list with Sonic Lost World at eight PM. Tuesday, we're still saving Sega with Elemental Gimmick Gear. Uh, we're gonna start that game. Wednesday, I'm probably gonna be over on the Mega Visions channel streaming Yakuza like a dragon. That's going to be like my thing for Wednesday, is just get through Yakuza. And then Friday is probably going to be another fighting game-centric stream. More than likely, I'm probably going to end up playing Guilty Gear, but I would probably throw up Ibuki warriors just to show everybody the fucking jank it's it's a nightmare it but it's worth it so that's that's (laughs) my week you can find me at uh anti chris underscore sv
0: gotcha i will be uh so monday night uh shadowlands releases for wow and uh i will be playing that i'll be playing with zombie hunter and a couple of my other friends so we'll be playing that i'll probably stream it uh, later on Monday, which you know everyone and their mama won't be streaming it, so uh, we'll be streaming that uh, Tuesday night. We will go back to the Nuzlocke challenge. Hopefully, will and Antichrist be able to defeat Frieza? We'll see. Garbage. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna tackle Cerulean, the Cerulean uh, city area. Probably going down into the Vermilion area as well. Uh, I'm really scared about Lieutenant Surge which I think I might be okay because actually bulbasaur is pretty good against electric types. I'm praying I don't run into a level 30 dugtrio in dugtrio town in like in the fucking cave cuz I can't run from battles. So <laughs> I'm going to be fucked. Wednesday night, I don't know what we're going to stream on Wednesday. Uh I picked up last week. I picked up Final Fantasy 7 remake and Jedi Fallen Order, so I might do Jedi Fallen Order. But it's also the 25th anniversary of Donkey Kong Country 2, and I didn't finish that game on stream last week, or the week before. But he's not even <laughs> in it! He's not! Danky King! So, Danky uh, King! And then on Thursday, I'll be streaming some uh, video editing over on the Megavisions channel because I need to edit the uh, marathon videos because I'm a lazy piece of shit and haven't done it yet. And probably just playing video games. I'll probably be streaming some more throughout the weekend because it's a holiday weekend. So we'll see. But you can find me at tornado underscore jones on Twitch, and usually tornado jones on everything else. Nice.
2: So. All right, that's it. I'm going the fuck to bed. I got work in the morning. Yeah. It's
0: one a.m. over here. Get out! I'm taking my pants off. <laughs> All right. Everybody. Wait, you guys uh, are before, wearing before, pets? Let's figure out, Eddie. Do you have anyone you would like? <laughs> I just heard what you said. Uh, do you have anyone <laughs> yeah. that you would like for us to raid?
1: Uh yeah, I think a good uh supporter of my community honestly is the streaming right now, and I think a GT and a couple of you guys might know who he is. We're let's go, uh, Doctor Orochi. Do you guys know? No, who No, do about? Not. Uh
0: Can you shoot that? He's a retro. Our... He, yeah, he's.
1: Okay. I said I sent the link on the yeah the chat. He's a retro uh, variety streamer. Mostly, where today is garbage day, so he plays nothing <laughs> but piles of shit on retro garbage. And day. Uh, and yep, that's it, dude. That's exactly gotcha. it. And uh, he, um, what's it called? Uh, uh he's, he's got a soothing voice. The man Perfect. is made for radio. All right, we yeah. are
0: going to do our outro, and then we'll go rate him. So everyone, stick around so you can uh, show the love. So Eddie, thank you for being on this episode. You are fucking insane, is what you are, and uh, <laughs> you are welcome back anytime. So. <laughs>
1: no, that. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, man. I'm looking forward to the next one awesome. for sure.
0: All right, guys, y'all take it easy. Uh,